AlabamaSports.net. I don't know. I really don't know. I ain't ever seen him run. I hope I don't ever see him run again. <laughs> don't understand his daughter. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, I I could, really couldn't do, be doing any better. Nice weather out here. The sun ain't in our eyes. It's a little bit cooler out here this evening than it was outside today. So I'd say we're ready for some football. Yeah, it's going to be a good night. we got the Comer Tigers in town. You know, it's become a pretty good little inter-county rival since Comer dropped Silicago a few years back. So Fayetteville was in need of a rival after getting rid of Winterboro, so this has become pretty much of a, a rivalry game. Yeah, that it has. Both teams used to be really bad. Um, if we're being honest, they were, like, really bad. And uh, that's how the rivalry got started. And it was kind of, you know, each team knew that was their one chance to get a win on the season. Then Fayetteville got a little bit better, followed by Comer, uh, now as a consistent contender uh, in the state playoffs for the past three or four seasons. And... Uh, the Wolves are, uh, you know, they're they're doing decent. They're average and, and getting better with every season. Yeah, you look at Comer's record. That first game they got shut out. You know, that first game so is supposed to set the tone for the year. They got shut out by a very, very good Montgomery Catholic team who at this point in the season has only given up 13 points total. And then wow. they were maybe three inches away from beating Lynette in that second game. Yeah, they pulled a great comeback in that, Jacob. They were down, what, 26-7 to yeah. at one point and then lost on the goal line, got stuffed they, on, what, was it fourth and goal? Yeah. So they were so close, and uh, they just couldn't punch it in. They would have controlled their own destiny. They still could get into the playoffs, but uh, you'd have wanted the one seed more than you would have had the two seed. Yeah, but the two seed still gets the benefit of home field advantage in the playoffs but obviously the road is not easier as it is in a one seed because your one seed plays the four seed in your uh, bracket i guess but if you think this time 10 years ago comer was the laughing stock of 3a football they couldn't win a game to save their life and this is coming from a comer alumni somebody that's been there you know couldn't win a game you were there when that happened i lived through it Blake, and let me tell you, it was frustrating, coach after coach after coach, but they hired this guy named Adam Fawcett, who's been in Talladega County before, and every team he's had in this county has had success and been able to maintain that success, so you're looking at that, the numbers that Comer has. This time, five years ago, when we played them in the, at their place, Comer was dressing only 13 players. Man, that is insane what... 
how you can turn around a program so quickly if you have support um, and you have coaching. But, Jacob, you're absolutely right. When I was in school at Fevel, it was kind of hit or miss every year. My senior year, they uh, didn't do too great. My freshman year, though, uh, they made it to the second round of playoffs. They actually hosted a playoff game here, won the first ever playoff game in the history of the school, and um, then they actually moved into the second round where they went on the road down deep into South Alabama and lost pretty badly in that game. And uh, so far that is one of the, I think, three or four playoff appearances the Wolves have had, and they're looking to try to get back in this year, but uh, things aren't looking promising unless Vincent gets really bad quickly. Yeah, when you're the four seed in the playoffs and y'all were there, obviously we made the long trip to Laverne a few years ago, and how bad it got real quick. So you always want to try to get a higher seed. Right now there's a traffic jam for that number three spot. We're involved in that traffic jam. We need to get wins, and we we need to try to do that tonight. Though the road tonight is not going to be easy like it was last week, but if we go out there and we play like we did last week, make things happen, limit penalties. That's right. I think we we, we might have a chance tonight. Absolutely, Jacob. Let's look at some of the keys to the games for the Wolves this evening. All right. It's time now for the keys to the game. So definitely got to control the clock this evening. If you don't control the clock, you don't have a chance to come out here with the win. You got to control the clock, limit penalties, and just keep the game close. Don't get behind early. Keep it close. And if you play good football, take it one play at a time, then you might end up in the fourth quarter with a ball game as a winnable. You've got to find an answer to stop Kamori Harris. He's over 1,000 yards, only six games into the season. Not many teams have found an answer for him. We need to find an answer for him tonight, but if you find that answer, you got an answer for maybe six or seven other athletes that the Comber Tigers have. Yeah, they're stacked with skilled position players. They have a lot of size on the line, and uh, so stopping these guys is going to be quite a, a challenge this evening, Jacob. But uh, if they can just get in there, like I said, don't get behind early. Just play good sound football, which the Wolves are capable of doing, and take advantage of Comer not having respect for these guys. Because, you know, they've said it in the locker room all week, even though Coach Fawcett tried to get them not to because, you know, any good coach has his players prepared for every game. They've been saying, oh, we're going to go down there, we're going to win, we're going to embarrass them. So you got to use that to your advantage. They're not going to be coming in here with a sense of urgency. Um, and sometimes you can jump out on a lead quick if that's the case. Yeah, and you look at last week, the penalties we had, that referee loved that illegal shift penalty. But I know you weren't at our radio show last night. We missed you, by the way. Yeah. Limbaugh talked about that was there. I mean, those penalties were there. We committed those penalties, so that wasn't on a referee making those bad calls on those illegal shifts. That was us. But he said that was fixed this weekend, and that's a penalty you cannot afford to make. That's right. That's exactly right, Jacob. You know, some penalties you can't help sometimes. You get to go in the flow of the game, and you block somebody in the back, but an illegal shift or a false start, man, that's something. You're already behind before the play even starts at that point. Yeah, and that, that all starts with discipline. you got to have good discipline. The center has the football, and you don't move until the center snaps that football, and and that'll cost you every time. If that referee sees you flinch, that's five yards we cannot afford to lose against a team like this. That's exactly right. If you can't move the ball, then... 
uh, or if you move, rather, before that ball is snapped, they're going to call it each and every time. I don't care what point of the game it is, who you are, how much you're paying the officials. Not that either one of these teams do that, but, it, you know, it happens sometimes. But it doesn't matter. They're going to call it every time. And another thing involved in this game is the kicking game. If it comes down to a field goal situation, obviously we didn't do it against Lynette. We got down to the – so we're well within Levi's range, but we went for it on fourth down on the one-yard line, couldn't punch it in. If we get in a field goal situation where we need to put points on the board, I mean, it's a great thing to have a Levi Phillips. That it is. And, and I, Jacob, was it a couple weeks ago that Coach Fawcett said they had the best punter in the county than Noah Wimmer? And um, no disrespect to Wimmer, I think he's very good, but I don't know what he's been smoking to say that he's better than Levi Phillips because Levi Phillips is the guy. Well, I will say this. I heard Fawcett say that Noah Wimmer, well, the kicker was by committee at the beginning of the year. Fawcett said he needed a kicker. He had a bunch of people try out, and he kept saying no, no, no to Noah Wimmer. Well, finally, he finally gave in to Noah, let Noah kick a field goal, and I don't think he's missed much. No, he hasn't. Uh, Based on a lot of their scores that you look at, it doesn't appear that he's missed much at all, to be honest with you. Yeah, this is it's a very good Comer team. I mean, they're very sound offensively and defensively. And like I said, if we have good discipline, we can be a great team, you know, this offensively and defensively sound. We showed last week what our offense can do. We put people in. Brody Nolan, a senior who never sees playing time, gets in that game the very first time he touches the ball, 92 yards in a house call. Man, that's crazy, Jacob. And, and you know, him being a senior, you would think he would get a little more playing time. But those uh, maybe we'll see a little bit more action from him tonight. And maybe uh, John Limbaugh decides to throw him on in there. Yeah, we do have a very good pass offense. And we always talk about Pacey and his brother, uh, Pacey and... Uh, Zeke. Zeke, oh. yeah. Sorry, <laughs> my mind just went blank there. I'm trying to find the numbers out there wearing these pink jerseys and... But Pacey and Zeke, top 10, 1A through 7A, receiver and quarterback in the state. But we're, we have a 3-3 three and three record. When you have a top quarterback and a top receiver, you've got to learn to play a 48-minute game like we did last week. And when they got together, it showed last week. That it did, Jacob. And, and we just need to create space and time for those guys because if we can create space and time, there's nothing that those two guys can't do with the skill set that they have. So we got to keep Pacey protected this evening, um, keep him trying to scramble in the pocket, keep a good, clean pocket, block well, even if you got to throw an extra blocker in there, and uh, open it up so Pacey and Zeke can have those hookups. Yeah, that offensive line tonight, I mean, they're going to have fits. you got... Hagen, DeLee, and Corey Anderson anchoring that defensive line, and they're going to come at you. I mean, Fawcett will send his defense just about every other play. I've seen him play a few games on TV this year, you know, kind of film-watching scouting because we knew this game was going to happen eventually. But Hagen, DeLee is a senior over there, and he's a very good defensive lineman, and he can get to the quarterback if you don't block him. Yeah, that they can. They've got a lot of size, as you can see right now, a lot of guys that can rush the passer. So, the Wolves are definitely going to have to be ready this evening to uh, to counter that. If they can't get out and get out in a hurry, then it might be ugly. And then we'll, we'll talk about the, the linebackers for Comer. One of them happens to be your brother-in-law. Yep. So yep. He, he anchors that linebacker corner. He plays in the middle. You have Devontae Car- Carmichael, who is an outstanding athlete. And you have Kamori Harris, who, as a sophomore, is probably the size of Dakota Ogle. 
Wow, I didn't realize he was a sophomore. I know. That's insane right there. And, and the one thing that the Wolves have advantage on defense, force Devontae Carmichael to throw the football. He's a great runner. He's not a great passer. And get in there, get a little pressure on him, and uh, get him disrupted. Take away those receivers and make him, ha- or take away that running lane, rather, make him make throws to his receivers. And I think that uh, they can get him rattled by doing so. Yeah, Comer likes to run the football. They like to tire defenses out, but they will go deep on you when you least expect it. So that's something that the man wearing the highlighter hat, Coach Mark Reed, needs to make those adjustments. When he sees that they're running, 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 he needs to get ready for a pass because it's coming eventually. Absolutely. Don't need to cheat up because that's when they'll call an audible. And, and uh, Coach Boston, I'm not sure who their offensive coordinator is, but you know they'll be ready for that in the next play. They'll go deep. Yeah, and I want to th- Say their defensive coordinator, uh, Michael Hill. I played baseball with him at Comer. You know, I consider him a brother. You know, it's a brotherhood when you when you're over there. He's got this defense. This is probably one of the best Comer defenses I've seen, maybe since the Bobby Overton days about 20 years ago. Yeah, I wasn't around 20 years ago. Matter of fact, I was born just over 20 years ago, so I wasn't uh, around that much back then. However, you know, that team is very solid and they can play. And I lost my train of thought, thought totally when you started talking about that defense. But, oh, uh, is it just me or does it seem like every school, no matter what size it is, talks about how they're all family? Yeah, what you, well, <laughs> you played baseball, you played basketball. You, I wouldn't say I played baseball. I was on the team. Or you were there, but, you know, you go through the practices, you go through the counts, you go through the workouts. You, you your blood, Literally, blood, sweat, and tears is poured out into it. And you form a bond, especially baseball, because there's not as many as there is on a football team. But, I mean, football, I mean, you once you play football, you could be Fayetteville, and you see a guy from Hoover wearing a football shirt, and you're wearing a football shirt. You'll talk, hey, how is y'all's team this year? You know, it's, That's a, right. it's a brotherhood. You're right. You're right. Well, uh, we're going to discuss more anticipating this matchup, this rivalry game between the Wolves and the Tigers when we come back. You listen to the Federal Football Pre-Game Show on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Please come by to enjoy some of the great deals at Coosa Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama. Get up to $10,000 off 2017 and 2018 F-150 4x4s. Please enjoy the game and come by and see us at 35184 Highway 280 in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama from 10.30 in the morning until 5 o'clock p.m. Monday through Friday and 10.30 until 12.30 on Saturdays. Call us at 256-267-0296. Cindy Pennington, Tallaga County Revenue Commissioner. As the Extra Point sponsor, I want to make a point to let you, the taxpayer, know that we are here to serve you. Whether you're buying a car tag, paying property taxes, or conducting other business, our staff is there to help in a friendly, efficient manner. Many of these transactions can be handled by mail or online, or visit us at the courthouse or our Mumford Oxford location on Highway 21 North. Go live. Paid political advertisement by Cindy Pennington, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner. Grapes Cafe. Looking for a savory lunch? Their chicken salad is made fresh daily with grapes and pecans or dried cranberries. They also have other sandwiches, soups, and assortment of fresh pastries. Order online for pickup or curbside. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. You can also rent either location for parties and events. Taste it in love. 
is proud to have been a part of Silicaucus since 1992 and is delighted to be a contributor to the continued growth of Marble City. Omnia strives for the very same excellence at their workplace as student athletes do in the classroom and on the field and court. Omnia says good luck to all Silicaucus Aggie athletes. To learn more about the innovations at Omnia, visit Omnia.com. That's O-M-Y-A.com. Omnia, supplying superior products throughout the southeastern and southwestern United States. Are you looking for extra money? Coosa Valley Recycling pays top dollar for aluminum, copper, brass, steel, old appliances, and even old cars. Coosa Valley Recycling is located a few miles southeast of Sylacauga on Highway 280. They're open Monday through Friday. Call for hours and rates at 256-245-4300. Coosa Valley Recycling, where the customer gets paid. When choosing a real estate agent, you want someone you can trust. Whether you're looking for your forever home, looking for an investment property or that great lake house to retire to area real estate is the group you want on your side their experience in the industry and being a member of the national association of realtors guarantees that you'll get the best deal on your next property they serve all of this area including lake martin check their website for listings at arearealestateinc.com Looking for a church home? We invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sulacaga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theupliftingword.com. In life and football, there is a lot of hype. But eventually, the champions rise to the top. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union has been rated five stars for over 27 years and was voted best credit union, best auto loans, and best financial planning out of more than 100,000 votes cast in the 2021 Best of the Coosa Valley Awards. When it comes to service, Coosa Pines leaves it all on the field. Find us on Facebook. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. Noble has something for everyone. Private parties, live music, and entertainment. The perfect date night. The best appetizers and wonderful entrees. Don't forget to check the Harvey's on Noble social media pages to stay up to date on weekly specials. Harvey's on Noble in Sylacauga. Open Wednesday through Saturday. Harvey's on Noble. Voted best atmosphere and best entertainment venue in the Coosa Valley. Sports Kickoff Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Welcome back to the Fayetteville Football Pre-Game Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett, getting ready for the Friday night action. Well, I'll tell you what, I hope they found Martha White. I heard them say on the TV they were looking for Martha White. And if you find her, tell her to come up here because I'm hungry and I can use a biscuit or two. Yeah, absolutely, man. They can make some good biscuits, but uh, not not as good as my biscuits. Or is that the flour company or they actually make, like, packaged biscuits? You use the flour to make the biscuits. I got you, yeah. Well, uh, she makes some good flour because I love making homemade biscuits. You know, people, I was nervous about it the first time. You know how easy it is, though? It's just three ingredients. Butter, buttermilk. 
and flour, and then you're all set and good to go, man. So I tell you what, good Lord bless me with somebody that can cook. I tell you what, it's, it's always good to eat her cooking. I tell you what, she can make some good biscuits too. But let me tell you who else is hungry, Blake. The Fayetteville Wolves. They're hungry tonight, looking for another region win. If they do what they're supposed to, they play their best football tonight. 48 minutes, I think we might come out of Parmalee's field with a win. Tonight. Absolutely, Jacob, and I. I think the Wolves are riding a two-game uh, lose streak against these guys. Yes. Uh, because they beat them my senior year, and then the past two years, Tomer got them at home. And so it was, you know, two-game two losing streak. So they're going to look to make it, make it a win tonight. Yeah, this is the first time in two years that we've had them here. So it's going to be exciting. I'm a great crowd on both sides tonight. It's going to be loud tonight. Absolutely, is there getting uh, getting ready for some pregame festivities and um, honoring breast cancer survivors and victims. And so we're gonna take a quick break. You're listening to the Throw Football Game of the Week on the Bell Sports Network, presented by Coach Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back here shortly. Swin the Printers serves all your printing needs. As a full service printer, Swin can do everything you need to complete your project. If you can dream it, Swin can print it. Swin is dedicated to providing high quality printing and excellent customer service to businesses and individuals alike throughout the Coosa Valley and beyond. Call Gary, Janice, or Clay today at 256-245-3236 or visit Swin online at swinprint.com. Whether you're a contractor or a DIY home improver, Van Zandt Hardware and Supply has what you need. From paint, pipes, and tools, and they're a yellow wood distributor as well. Plus, they have professional advice if you need it. Go to Van Zandt Hardware and Supply on Highway 280 in Oak Grove, where perfection for the customer isn't a privilege, it's a standard. Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready for free. Enroll in the Ready to Work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2017 to enroll. Classes are free and all
256-378-2017 to enroll. Classes are free and offered online. Don't let this free online training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2017 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free online class. Call 256-378-2017. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. Listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Blake Magnet alongside Jacob break in that commercial break we um we just got back from break and they started uh, recognizing breast cancer uh victims and survivors so you only want to be talking around to folks trying to, to listen to that meanwhile that was followed up by the national anthem so so we decided we'd take another break and then my buddy jacob decided to hit the power button again to our equipment uh during that break so that's why i went silent but we're back and we're good to go now and we hope the wolves are good to go now and Jake, as these crowds fill up, we got that home field advantage. Comer traveled a lot of people, obviously, because it's only like 10 miles down the road. But I think it's going to be a good matchup this evening. And I didn't have a good feeling about this game all week. But as I see the Wolves take the field, it uh, looks like they're excited to be here. Yeah, we're going to have to play with great intensity. We can't start out like we did against Vincent a few weeks back. We need to play 48 minutes and we actually played one last week, and we brought that to the attention of Limbaugh last week, and he agreed that that was the first complete game. We need that tonight in a big way. That we do, and I'm going to tell you too, Jake, last week, or, or the last time we've seen these Wolves on this field, it got ugly, and it got ugly quick against a team that they should have beaten. Um, and so, like I said, you know, it... It got ugly quick when it shouldn't have with, with that Vincent team. So we hope to have a little more sense of urgency this evening. And your team captains this evening for the Wolves is Will Darden, Lane Darden, uh, alongside Hunter Hammonds and Cameron Hammonds. So they're flipping the coin. And official hadn't been given the signal yet. Let's see what they're saying. So it looks like Calmer deferred. And are the Wolves going to get the football? Okay, we're waiting. And that's what it appears like it is, but we haven't got an official call yet. All right, the Wolves will receive. And they'll go from east to west. Captain shake hands, and uh, we're that much closer to getting this game underway. We're less than three minutes now to kick off. And uh, Wolves have their banner up there. That uh, it looks like the cheerleaders put a lot of effort into it. it. Looks very nice. They did a very good job as they usually do. And BB Comer has their generic um, Comer Tigers held up. So um, the Wolves got them beat in that fa- facet so far. Yeah, you you beat them in the coin toss and you beat them in the in the banner game. So there's two wins already, but we need to win where it matters most, and that's the scoreboard later tonight. That's right, Jacob. I actually think they lost the coin toss. Well, they deferred. So it's like a fumble and we recovered. We get the ball. But we're getting the ball. So that gives our offense a chance to do what we do best, and that's control the control the football and control the clock. That's right, Jacob. Here the Wolves come out, ready to play this game. A lot of energy here in this stadium, and we're excited to be here, Jacob. I think we're excited to be here as the Wolves are to be here. And um, they're rocking a little different 
uh, uniform this evening. They got their gold helmet that they normally wear uh, with a pink and black jersey underneath, so you can't miss these guys. Um, if they change the orange, they look like a traffic cone. Well, I will say this. The black numbers on the pink jersey makes the numbers really easy to read, so we won't have trouble seeing who who does what for Fayetteville tonight. That's absolutely right, Jacob. And they also had their black pants to go along with that. Meanwhile, Comer's rocking the black helmet with white jersey and uh, light gold pants. So definitely is a good distinction between these two schools as the Comer kickoff team will take the field along with Noah Wimmer, who will be looking to boot them deep. As we talked about, Wimmer doing a great job for Comer, one of the guys that stepped up this season and uh, took over a lot of the kicking duties for them. So that's a good thing about playing a team this close to home. You, you, you get all the inside stuff about your opponent, and some of it's actually pretty good stories like Noah's. That's right, and it looks like to return the kick right now, Casey Deloach and Evan Baker back deep to return, and uh, that's the first thing I really disagree with this evening. You never want your quarterback returning to kickoff unless you're Kevin Sumlin and you have Johnny Manziel. Yeah, this is a good chance for Pacey to help himself out a little bit. I will say that, but, yes, I don't agree with putting your quarterback out there on the kickoff, which is the most dangerous play in football. Yep, absolutely. That's where the most injuries occur. As uh, number 12, Cadence Barrett bobbles the ball at the 25, and uh, he probably could have got 10 or 12 more yards, but he broke the cardinal rule and ran without the football. And uh, so that'll start him off at first and 10 from the 25-yard line. Yeah, you got to have your foot, the football in your hands when you're ready to run. But let's see what this, if this payable offense can build off of what they accomplished last week. Absolutely, Jacob. you got to win each and every play. And like we said, you might just find yourself with a lead or, or in a close game in the fourth quarter. So they'll come to the line. They, they got somewhat generous field position in the shotgun set. Three receivers to the near side. Pacey takes the snap, and it's going to be a handoff up the middle to Hunter Hammonds, and that play is going to lose two yards as Comer knew that was coming. Yeah, like we talked about, this Comer defense knows how to get to the football. So running it up the middle might not be your best option tonight. We've, we've realized that from when we played Victory Christian in Randolph County last week. You have weapons at receiver. This is the game where you have to utilize those weapons. That's absolutely correct, Jacob. you got to stretch the field on these guys. You're not going to be able to run up the gut or around, so you're going to have to throw the ball. Deloach takes the snap. He fires one to Zeke Deloach, who made the catch, and he's to the 40. He's to the 50. He jukes the man out all the way down to the 41-yard line of the Tigers, and um, that was a missed tackle already by the B.B. Comer defense. Yeah, great job by the offense right there. A little pitch and catch from the Deloach brothers and a big chunk of yards. And I just said we need to get to the passing game, and look what happened. Yeah, absolutely, Jacob. They're spreading the field with the passing game, and that's the only way you're going to have success against this Tacoma defense. And uh, so the Wolves, instead of doing a quick huddle, they'll, they'll do a full huddle. And uh, they're going to take over, like I said, at the 42-yard line in the shotgun. Pacey's going to get the snap. He's going to drop back. Got plenty of time. Fires one over the middle, and that'll be caught at the first down marker. And who other than Zeke Deloach? Yeah, great job right there. We're moving the ball. We're doing what we're supposed to do. Or, excuse me, that was that was Hunter Robertson, thanks to the PA announcer. That was a good catch. He put it right where it needed to be. And before you know it, the Wolves have a good opening drive. Yeah, we're utilizing every receiver we have, and that's what we need to do. You can't keep throwing and throwing and throwing to Zeke because eventually they'll catch up. 
Use the receivers you have all across the field. Absolutely. They'll start double-teaming that one go-to guy, and you see that burn a, a lot of quarterbacks because they have their one go-to guy. Deloach in the shotgun takes the snap. He's being rushed by John Murphy. Dumps one to Hunter Robertson, who just had a great catch. It's right through his hands, and if Pacey didn't get rid of that one, John Murphy was about to put him in the ground. Yeah, that should have been one caught right there, but it was it was a little too high. He probably would have had to jump to try to keep possession of it. It's a, it's a good thing it fell to the ground instead of being picked off going the other way. That's absolutely right, Jacob. Wolves around about two minutes off the clock so far. They're going to want to eat more. We still knotted up at zero. And from the 38-yard line. Three receivers to the near side, one to the far. Deloach in the shotgun. He takes the snap. It's a handoff to Evan Baker, who's got five yards. He's got 10 yards. He's got 15 yards, 20 yards. Finally pushed out of bounds at about the six-yard line, it appears. And the Wolves will have a first and goal, Jacob, on the opening drive. They caught the defense snapping right there. Pass, 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 pass. Let's run the football. Defense was expecting a pass. We went with the run. That's the running game Limbaugh's been looking for all year, and it's a first and ten for the Fayetteville Wolves. That's exactly right. And they're, they, like I said, they've got a first and goal here. Or, excuse me, it'll be a first and ten. He would, They said he stepped out at the 11, so instead of the 6, they'll be at the 11-yard line. Same set, three to the near side, one to the far side. Loach in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Evan Baker again. It will juke a few men out, and from this angle, we can't exactly tell. Looks like he picked up about two. Yeah, that would be a good time to try to work on your short game a little bit and get a maybe a little short slant, a little out route to one of your receivers and see if we can punch this ball in. We're close. We've been this close a lot this year. We haven't been able to punch it in, but I feel like this is a better Wolves team than those last few games. Absolutely, Jacob. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Pacey takes the snap. He drops back. He's looking. He's running. He's being chased. He's going to fire one. Oh, it was almost caught by Cadence Barrett. Put it where only he could get it, but it was just a little too short, but they did avoid the interception. That's going to bring up third and ten. So let's see what Limbaugh draws up right here on third and ten. And If we don't get the first down, we need to get points right here. We have a kicker, so this will be a good opportunity for us to finally see a Levi Phillips three-pointer on the scoreboard. Jacob, I totally agree. Against Lynette, you had a chance to set the tone early. We're down in the red zone, and they just gave up points, so I agree with that. Three receivers to the near side, one to the far. He steps back. He's got plenty of time. He fires one into the end zone. He just overthrew Zeke a little bit. And that'll bring up fourth down, and I think we'll see the punt team come on. Or not the punt team, excuse me, the field goal team. And I see Levi coming out, so that's just what Limbaugh's going to do. He's he's has in his mind we need to take points. We need to score on this team. We're, we got a chance to go up early. Hey, that three points might help you out later on in the game. That it will, Jacob. And uh, you know, J- Levi, I believe, missed. A couple point after attempts last uh, last week against Randolph County, but this is a big one and more important. So we'll see if he can make it. High snap gets the hold, and that was just ugly all around. That was a horrible snap, but there's a yellow handkerchief on the ground. I believe that's going to be roughing the kicker on the Tigers, but hey, that's a first down for the Wolves. I'll take that if that's what the call is. We'll see if that is the call. See if it's going to be that or offsides because that was a horrible snap. I don't know. We'll wait to call. I want to say the offensive line kind of got nervous right there because Comer was bringing the house to the kicker. 
Looks like they're sending the offense back out there, Jack. Yeah, it's going to be first down for Comer. The referee held the holding sign up, so it might have been a defensive holding. I don't know. Anyways, this first and goal for the Fayetteville Wolves. This is where we need to get six on the board. The opportunity was just given to us. Make the most of it. That's exactly right. The Wolves catch a lucky break. You're not going to get too many of these in a close game against an inter-region opponent, so they better take advantage of this. First down from the five-yard line. Pacey takes the snap. He's going to give it to Hunter Hammonds, who might have got back to the line of scrimmage if the officials are generous. Yeah, this is where we need to go to the passing game. Take you three shots to the end zone, or now you got two more shots to the end zone. Try to get six on the board, and if you don't get six in these two plays. And uh, it looks like they just threw a flag on the field, and I'm not sure what this for. Sideline warning for the Wolves. Uh, the flag is a sideline warning. Um, oh, against against uh, Comer. I, I didn't see that, Jacob. I, I could be wrong, but I, I don't know where that one came from. Even, even though we're rooting for the Wolves, I don't root for bias calls, so I, I'm not sure what happened there, but um, I didn't see it. And the referee threw his hand the way of the Wolves, so I'm a little confusing on that one, Blake. Yeah, uh, but nonetheless, second down from the six-yard line. Pacey's under center. He takes the snap. And he's going to give it off to Evan Baker, who fights his way. And he might have got back to the line of scrimmage, third and goal. And they went backwards. Jacob, Comer's expecting this. you got to throw the ball right here. Yeah. But now they're going to be expecting you to throw the ball. I don't know why the first two plays we didn't. Obviously, the passing game has worked out for us to this point. But two running plays... We need to pass the ball here, and Comer's, like you said, waiting on it. That's right. Just over three and a half minutes into it. Pacey gets the snap. He fires one. And it's a touchdown. Zeke DeLoach. That's six for the Wolves. I don't see any flags on the field. Now they'll send out Levi to attempt the point after. The whole stadium knew we were passing that football. We passed the football. We got six on the scoreboard. Absolutely, Jacob. We've run just over four minutes off of that clock on the opening drive. We got six. And awaiting the point after, we'll have seven. So maybe we'll get a better snap off of this one. Snap's good. Hold is good. Kick is good. And that is seven points for the Wolves. This is the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines. We'll be back after a quick break. Let Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work-ready for free. Enroll in the Ready to Work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2017 to enroll. Classes are free and offered online. Don't let this free online training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2017. 017 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free online class. Call 256-378-2017. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your We just seen the Wolves march down the field 76 yards to put up seven points. They caught a break on the uh, roughing the kicker after the tinted field goal. 
And they finally get it in as Levi, they kick it, it's an onside kick. And Calmer will recover. I'm not sure who that was on the recovery. I couldn't quite get his number, but they'll, um, they'll get the field. ball almost field. Uh, excuse me, almost midfield. That was Jay Gaddis on the recovery for Comer. I'm questioning the onside kick here. Why are you going to give a team of this caliber with as many weapons perfect field position? Agreed 100%, Jacob. So they'll come out. Carmichael under center, two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Going to take the snap, and that was just dismumbled the whole way, and I'm not sure if that was offside or a false start, so we'll wait to call. I want to say a Comer player jumps. It looked like number 51, Chris Wilson, was the mover for the offense, if that's what the call is, and that's exactly what it's going to be. No, it's going to be offsides on the Wolves. Offsides on the Wolves. Good call. That one could have went either way uh, from the angle we're at. So, uh... That'll give them five extra yards. So before Tomer even attempts to play on offense, they're in federal territory. So and they caught a break as well. Carmichael in the pistol. Two receivers split out to the near side, one to the far. He takes a snap. It's going to be a handoff up the middle. And he's going to bounce it out. And that's going to be about 13 yards. That was number two, DeLeon Welch on the carry. Yeah, DeLeon Welch is one of those players that Comer has. He's a weapon they go to. You hear his name a lot every game he, he plays. He's just a, a great runner, and that's that's another one of those weapons you have to find an answer for. That's exactly right, Jacob. 100% agreed. you got to be able to stop that. They come out, trip set to one side, sends a man in motion. Carmichael takes the snap. He's dropped back. He fires one deep, a pretty spiraling ball just overthrew Welch. And I'll bring up second and ten. Yeah, great job by the defense there to force the incompletion. The ball was right there in the receiver's hands, but he was covered. The ball was thrown over his head. Great defense. Absolutely, Jacob. That'll bring up second and ten. So we'll see what the Tigers have dialed up. They lined up at the 35-yard line. Just about five minutes into this first quarter, Wolves struck first, seven to nothing. And the shotgun set, two to the far side, one receiver to the near side. Carmichael takes the snap. Going to hand off to Kamora Harris up the middle. Bounces off a guy. And he picks up about 12 before he's finally taken down. Uh, and that'll move the change for the Tigers. We had him touched in the backfield. Kamori Harris is somebody you're going to have to get him down on first contact. You can't get him, let him get those yards after contact or he's going to run all over you all night. You've That's got right. to stop him on the first contact. That's right, Jacob. He'll be a guy playing on Saturdays at the next level. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far with uh, Carmichael and Harris in the backfield. It's a snap. It's a toss to Harris. A little bobble on the snap, and he might have got two yards on the carry as that was number 51 for the Wolves there to make the stop. Austin Jones, who's uh, had a pretty good impact on this Wolves team, a senior that stepped up this season. And that was also number 12 for the Wolves. I don't have his number. That was Cadence Barrett on the tackle, too. All right, so... Second down and long for the Tigers. See what they dial up to try to get to the sticks. You'll probably see another run by Welch. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near. Carmichael takes the snap, and it is going to be a handoff up the middle to Welch. He fights his way forward, and I think he got to the first down marker. 
And it is going to be a first yep. down. That's going to move the chains at about the 15-yard line. So we'll strike first, and uh, Comer's looking to answer. Comer's a very good red zone team. They, they're almost perfect from the red zone. Yeah, you got to be perfect where it matters. Carmichael in the backfield trying to get him with the hard count. Looks to the sideline. Scanning the field, seeing what's going on. Takes the snap. It's going to be a toss to Welch out of the backfield. He's to the 10, and he's hit after about a 7-yard gain inside the 10-yard line. I'll bring up second and three. Yeah, this is second and short. You know they're going to run the football. They might throw a pass on you. Welch has been their best runner. I mean, Harris has kind of been quiet outside of the, the couple of runs he's had. This is this is what Comer's been good at all year, throwing somebody different at you every other play. That's right, Jacob. They've been doing it well for the past two seasons. They line up with Welch and Carmichael in the backfield. Carmichael takes a snap. It's a handoff to Welch up the middle, bounces off a few guys, carries a couple more. And they're wanting a touchdown, but they're saying he was down at the one-yard line. So that'll bring up first and goal. That's probably about as close as you can get without scoring a touchdown. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, the way this game's shaping up so far, it's going to come down to which defense can make a stop this evening. Yeah, this is what you don't want to do. Let Comer get on the board early if you're the Wolves. That's right. Want to stop here. Welch up the middle, and they ain't going to get it. That's going to be a touchdown for the Tigers, and that'll bring on the extra point unit to come and see if they can knock this thing up. 4.45 left to go in this first quarter, and uh, waiting an extra point by Wimmer, it'll be a tied ball game. So yeah, that, that's just that power run game that Comer's been good at. I mean, that's something you've got to adjust to and make a stop. That's right. You know they're going to run it, but you can't stop it. Snaps good, holds good, kicks good. We're knotted up at seven. You're listening to Federal Football Game of the Week on the Pebble Sports Network presented by Coots of Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back shortly. deals, Toyota of Sylacauga is always saving you more and saying yes to credit approval. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals we're giving you every single day. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. Right now, get super low 1.99% financing on Camry, Corolla, RAV4, and Prius. And we're offering 1.99% financing on select certified pre-owned vehicles. Talk about amazing deals. Plus, there will be no false starts when it comes to your credit approval. Toyota of Sylacauga's team of credit specialists are here to get you approved. No matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade in? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. So come save big at your home team dealer, Toyota of Silicon. Remember, you're not just a number, you are part of the family. 397-65 Highway 280. Toyota We're worth the drive, and we'll prove it. With Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Tigers just got on the board, 7-7 ball game here late in the first quarter. Kick from Wimmer is underway, and it's fumbled at about the 25-yard line, and Baker is to get back on it. So two straight bobbled uh, kickoff returns for the Wolves, and they're very fortunate they haven't turned the ball over on either one of them. Yeah, Evan Baker's getting a little too excited because they're kicking to him, and I wonder if they know that if they kick it to him, he's going to let the football loose. But I, let me go back to that last defensive series for the Wolves. I don't know if you noticed this. 
But Dakota Ogle was on the sideline that whole series, and that's somebody you can't afford to have on the sidelines. No, you can't. I'm not sure why he was on the sidelines, but I know now he's back on the field, so that's good news if you're the Wolves. Wolves huddling up. They're going to start this drive about the 32, so not too much, excuse me, the 22, so not great starting field position, but make it work. Deloach takes a snap. It's a, he fumbled the ball in the backfield. And he barely got back on it. They'll say Wolves football. Very fortunate that one wasn't turned over as there was quite a few Tiger defenders in that area. Yeah, you can't afford to shoot yourself in the foot. Now you're playing behind the sticks. This is something that we can ill afford this game is playing on these down and long situations. We need to go north with the football and not south. Absolutely, and Jacob, we talked about before the game, you got to win each and every play. They lost that play. you got to win the next few plays to make up for it. As they're in a trip set, three receivers to the near side, one to the far. Pacey takes the snap, and I knew that flag was coming. So number three for the Wolves, who we haven't seen a lot this season, Connor Rogers. Flinched about three times before the snap, and uh, they let him go with two of them. That third time, they had to throw it. And that goes back to being a disciplined football player. Watch the snap before you move. When that snap, when that ball moves on the snap, that's when you move. You can't afford to have these false starts. No, you can't move early, Jacob. Wolves broke the rule right there, and so they've lost the last two plays. Second down and 20. Deloach in the backfield. He's going to take the snap, and he's being rushed. He's hit hard, overthrew Hunter Robertson, and... um. Give credit to the uh, to the Tiger defense. Hagen DeLee, number 54, is playing very disciplined. Had a few times that he could have really knocked the quarterback, and he's held off uh, not only for roughing, you know, getting a penalty purpose, but also just looks like good sportsmanship between these two teams, which is great because, you know, sometimes you can let the motions get the best of you in a rivalry game. So, so far, great sportsmanship by both of these teams. And that's something we didn't really see last season. And uh, so this will be a third and 20. Three receivers to the near side, one to the far. Deloach in the backfield, takes a snap. He's got plenty of time. Jukes a man up, steps forward. He's going to throw the ball to size to run. He's back to the original line of scrimmage, lost the football. And that will bring up about a third and five or a third and six. Uh, that's where the ball went out of bounds, made up for a little bit, and if it had been third and ten, that would have been a first down, Jacob, but instead we'll see the punt team, and Levi Phillips see if he can boot them deep. Yeah, that little run will help you out on your punt, try to try to move the, move the field a little bit, because if Levi was to punt before that run, we would have been punting out of our own end zone and giving Comer great field position. That's exactly right. Levi gets the snap. He puts boots one deep. That's going to be fielded at the 40-yard line, and the return man's going to go backwards, shakes a few tackles off, finally taking about about where he returned it from, and that was number 23 on the return, Kamora Harris. And, uh, he danced around and tried to do a little something with it, but just couldn't. No, that was actually Richard Weed on the return, number 25. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. But still, that's a, it's a great player for Comer. He's one of those speed bags. Like I said earlier, he's not the biggest player in the world, but man, he can make some plays. That's exactly right. You gotta, they have a lot of those guys. Uh, so, 
We'll see what Comer can do on offense with three minutes and 30 seconds left to go before the end of the first quarter. We're knotted up at seven, and Comer's taking over from their own 40-yard line. Takes a snap, and it's going to be a handoff. It's going to be a reverse to Richard Weed, and it didn't look like it was going anywhere at first, but he's got 10 yards. He's got 15 yards before he's drug out of bounds, almost by a horse collar, but the officials will hold the handkerchief, and uh, that'll bring up first down for the Wol- or for the Tigers. Yeah, that's the thing about this this Tiger football team. There is plenty of weapons on offense to go to every play. That's right. Nakoga Ogles on the sideline once again, Jacob. Not right sure what in. that's about, but so that's trying to keep it fresh for offense. So first and ten from the 46-yard line. Carmichael takes the snap, and it's going to be a blast up the middle. He's got five yards. He's got ten yards. He's finally taken down, drags a couple guys. He's picked up about 14 yards on the carry, and that'll put him right at the 31-yard line. Yeah, this this Comer team is moving the ball very good. Our best defensive player is on the sidelines. You got to have him out there. He had a very good defensive game last week. Getting to the quarterback just about every play. You need him out there on defense. That you do. That you do. And Comer's one of those teams that you know they're going to run the ball, but they're still going to do it because they're so good at it, and you can't stop it. Sends Harris in motion. Carmichael takes the snap, fires one across the right side of the field. It's going to be a caught for a first down and much more. That was a pickup of about 22 yards. Um, and that was number four, James Carmichael, on, on the catch. When you're a run-happy team, always throw the defense off with the pass, and that's what Comer just did. We know Comer's a run-happy team, but they can go downfield on a on a pass at any minute. That's right. That's exactly right. So they're knocking on the door looking to put, put it in the end zone right here. So it looks like we got a timeout called by... Coach John Limbaugh will take one with him. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back shortly. You need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm Agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm Agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm Agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga. Online at albiesteers.net. The great Joe Namath said, football is a team game. So is life. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union proudly supports the broadcasts of area high school athletics on radio, social media, and through the Radio Alabama Sports app. Enjoy B.B. Comer, Fayetteville Childersburg, and Sylacauga football this season presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. On and off the field, Coosa Pines is here to help you reach your goals. Find them on Facebook. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Alongside Jacob Bassett uh, on the call, and Carmichael takes the snap. He's going to hand it to Harris, and Harris bounces around, and he'll get an end zone. That's six for the Tigers, Jacob. Yeah, that's we're letting them get ahead early. That's something we cannot afford 
is to let Harris run us over all night. That's right, Jacob. So it'll be 13-7, to the new score. 2.30 left to go in the first quarter. Waiting to snap for the extra point. Snaps good, holds good, kicks good. That's 14-7. to uh, And if you're Wolves, you got to score on this drive or things extra might get out of hand. Hey, real quick, while they're getting ready for the kickoff, I want to say hello to my mother who is listening to us tonight. She could be listening to Randy and Greg over there. Mama and uh, Randy are good friends, you know, going to Comer together. But she decided to listen to me and you, Blake, and I appreciate that, Mama. I love you and glad you're with us tonight. Wait, you mean to tell me she listens to them every week over us? Uh, well, she is a she's a Comer wow. Homer, I guess is what you could call her. But she 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 peeks into us every now and then. Well, you can tell. Well, from that you telling me that I can tell she's probably strong-willed, strong personality. Yes, my mama <laughs> is uh. The permanent team mom for Comer. She's done so much for this football team at Comer. She loves that team. But, you know, she's my mother. She loves me. She likes listening to us on Friday nights, too. Well, we appreciate her listening to us. And um, hopefully she goes home tonight disappointed because we want the Wolves to get this win. This is a this is a must win for the Wolves. Absolutely. I will say that. Stay in playoff contention. A loss here makes it really difficult for them to to stay in contention. They'll need a lot of help. Wimmer gets set and plays blown dead, but it was a pretty good kick. And I don't know why the play was blown dead. We'll wait to call. Maybe a uh, offsides on the kicking team. So. I don't know. We're waiting to call. There's going to be offsides on the Wolves. The uh, head official's down there standing in the other end zone, and that's what he called. Well, then, I ain't never seen that, but that's the call. That's the call. So they'll line it up to kick it from the 45-yard line. See if they can boot the Wolves deep right here. Wimmer getting this one ready. Checking with both sides. Kicks this one. Not as good of a kick as last time, but nonetheless a good kick. Fielded at the 15-yard line by Zeke DeLoach. Makes a couple guys miss. He's out to about the 25. And if he let that one roll, that one might have went went out of bounds, Jake. Yeah, but even with the penalty right there, yeah, letting it go out of bounds, you would have started on the 35. But even with the penalty pushing you back, you still get to the 25-yard line. So not bad field position to start this offensive drive for the Wolves. That's right. you got to win every play, Jacob, and they lost two of their three plays last drive. So you definitely got to go in the right direction and score here if you want to stay competitive in this ball game. Two receivers split out to each side. Pacey in the backfield, takes the snap. This is going to be a pass. He's being rushed. He fires one to Zeke Loach. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's a tackle. He's going. Oh, man. He's going. It's a touchdown. He could go. He's gone. It's a touchdown. And I want to tell you, that was a beautiful hookup between Zeke Deloach and Pacey Deloach. And Jesse Graham for the Tigers jumped the route too early, or excuse me, jumped the route too late after Zeke had already caught it. There was nobody there around him, and that put six points on the board for the Wolves. And after Levi Phillips' kick, we're hoping to see a tied ball game. Jacob, what a turn of events. When you make the defense commit mistakes, you make them pay. And it was a house call for the Deloach brothers. That it was right there, Jacob. And it goes to show what can happen in rivalry games. Snaps good. 
Foles good, and the kick is good. So we got a tied score, 14. We got a ball game here at Farm Leeds Field. Two minutes for the second quarter. We're going to take a quick break to listen to the Pebble Football Game of the Week on the Pebble Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Omnia is proud to have been a part of Sylacauga since 1992 and is delighted to be a contributor to the continued growth of Marble City. Omnia strives for the very same excellence at their workplace as student athletes do in the classroom and on the field and court. Omnia says good luck to all Sylacauga Aggie athletes. To learn more about the innovations at Omnia, visit Omnia.com. That's O-M-Y-A.com. Omnia, supplying superior products throughout the southeastern and southwestern United States. Jacob Bassett on the call, and uh, Wolves were down 14 to seven, uh, stalled on their last drive, and on the first play, uh, Zeke and Pacey hook up for a 75-yard touchdown on just a short little out route. So that ties things up at 14. If you're the Wolves right now, you got to be feeling pretty good. Uh, we forced the defense to make a mistake. We made them pay right there. This is a little bit better start than I think everybody on this side of the field expected. Absolutely. The Comer crowd went quiet. The Wolves got loud, so we want to keep it that way this evening. Levi gets ready to boot this one deep. This one's a little bit deeper, but it's going to go out of bounds. 20-yard line, that'll come out the flag, and the Tigers will start from the 40. Yeah, I don't know why Levi decided. Just kick it down the middle because you're going to have that chance if you try to directional kick it. I mean, either way, you're going to kick it to one of their weapons. Kick it down the middle, you won't give him good field position. Absolutely, but I don't think he did that one on his own. I think he was definitely instructed to to try to uh, do a directional kick right there, Jacob. Yeah. So, we'll see if Comer can answer and try to get back ahead or if the Wolves can get a stop here. They have not stopped the Tigers on offense, and they've kind of been able to do their, their own will this evening. So, we'll see what they can do here. As Carmichael and Harris are in the backfield, two receivers split out to each side. Snap's going to be handed off to Harris up the middle, who picks up 10 yards before he's even touched. Carries a few guys for about a 17-yard game before he's finally taken down at about the 47-yard line of the Wolves. I will say Dakota Ogle is back out there right now, and he tried to tried to go around to, on the end and try to get to Harris before that, but he had a good block by Hagen the lead right there. Yep, good blocking will mess you playing up every time. So that'll be first and ten in Wolves territory. Two receivers split out to each side. Carmichael takes a snap. It's low. He's going to drop back to pass. He fires one deep, and that's overthrown. Nobody's going to get to that one. That'll be second and ten. Now, I don't know if y'all heard the Comer coach behind us, but apparently the receiver kind of slowed down right there. When you're in a route like that, and the ball, you know the ball's coming to you, you can't give up on your route. And, your route, and that's what Richard Weed just did was give up on the route. That was almost a house call for Richard Weed. Yeah, had he had kept going, that would have been a catch. It was put where it needed to be, and he just slowed down on his route. And so that'll bring up second down instead of a touchdown. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Cormichael takes the snap. It's going to be handed to Harris up the middle this time, who's met at the line of scrimmage. Should have been taken down. 
Still going for about a six-yard gain. Should have been taken down at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, good run by Harris. You've got to get him down on first contact. He keeps those feet moving, and when he keeps those feet moving, that's yards he's eating up. Yeah, I still can't believe that he's a sophomore in high school, man. I mean, he is tearing it up out there, and, and he's just a sophomore. If you want a good description on Kamori Harris, in my opinion, look up Mark Ingram, and it's almost the same comparison. Oh, well, they'll give him a first down. Carmichael in the backfield takes a snap, bobbles it, hands it to Welch. He'll be taken down maybe a yard, but I don't even think he got that, so that's second down. Yeah, that was Dakota Ogle and Austin Jones on the tackle right there, getting Welch for no gain. Good play there by the Wolves defense. We're getting near to one minute left in the first quarter, and this one's knotted up. Probably a surprise to a lot, but we have a scoreboard update. Childersburg is down 23 to nothing after the first quarter. Actually, it's 30 to nothing now. Oh, 30 to nothing in the second quarter, so keep you updated on that. Takes the snap, Carmichael. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to burst up through the middle. Beats a few men. He's still going 15 yards, and there comes the penalty, and that looks like that's going to be a face mask on the Wolves. And that referee threw a fastball with that flag, but yeah, you're right, Blake. That might be a little face mask on the Wolves. Unless they get lucky and call hold. Right so we'll see what the call is, and I'm pretty certain that it's going to be a face mask unless it's a hold on... Uh, Comer end, and it looks like it is going to be a hold on the Comer end of things, so they're going to back this thing up. I might have got away with one right there, unless they're just putting it there to spot the football. No, it looks like they're going to leave it, Jacob. And that's going to be second down for the Tigers. Blocking the back. Well, that's going to make it second and four for the Tigers. Welch is out there with Carmichael. Carmichael. Looking to the sideline. Some kind of audible, it looks like. Adjusting to the defense. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Carmichael takes the snap, and he's going to hand it off to Welch, who's untouched up the middle, and he's gone. He's in the, for a touchdown. You knew it was coming. Couldn't stop it. That's six points. Yeah, Welch has got great speed. You can't let him run you over through the middle like that. You've got to put your two best linemen in the middle, knowing they're going to run up the middle. And try to make a stop. That's right. So that'll make it 20 to 14. Awaiting the point after attempt by Noah Wimmer to try to make it 21 to 14. So we'll see what he can do right here. Waiting to snap. Wolves like they're coming after it. Snaps good, holds good, kicks good. No, kicks no good. So that'll leave the score as it is, 20 to 14. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coach Pines, Federal Creek. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. And Jacob, don't we have a game this evening? Uh, not a lot of people are giving the Wolves a chance, but you come out here and it's 20-14 to 14 right here at the end of the first quarter, and if there's any defensive scouts here at the game, I feel bad for them because there's none out here yeah. tonight. As Book a kick up. by Wimmer, absolutely. Fielded at 10-yard line by Zeke. He's to the 15. He's lost the football balls on the ground. Tigers recover, and that was number 15 on the recover. He gave up the touchdown. He picks up the fumble there, and Tigers will start from the 22-yard line. Yep, that's the mistake we could not afford to make, and we just put the football on the ground. Merry Christmas to the Comer Tigers. Jacob, that one might get them right there. That one might get them. B.B. Comer will take so, over first and 10 from the 22. Yep, first and 10 from the 22-yard line for Comer, and that gave that crowd a, a spark of momentum, or spark of life, I should say, and the Comer team some momentum. And the Wolves crowd went quiet, and I think they're all expecting Comer to score and start running away with this thing. Yeah, all you got to do is feed Kamora Harris, who's in the backfield now, and let him do his thing, and that's what we can't afford. That's right. Carmichael and Harris in the backfield with two receivers to the near end, one to the far end. We'll see what they call. It's probably going to be a handoff. Carmichael takes the snap. He's going to fake the toss. He's going to fire one across the middle. And that was a touchdown all the way, but it was dropped by Drew Holman. He had six points. And I would hate to be Drew Holman right now because the Comer coaches are just having a fit up in the booth, understandably so. That was a gift of six points right there, and he just flat out just dropped the football. Yeah, I would imagine they're going to talk to Drew in the locker room at halftime and say, hey, man, that's a catch you've got to make. Well, there might not be a whole lot of talking going on. They might be yelling, if I had to guess. Takes the snap. Cormichael going to hand it to Harris up the middle, who is dragging Austin Jones. Picks up about 14 yards, 15 yards, 16 yards as the official stops walking. And, um, man, we're going to see if they can get some points right here. Comer's going to go hurry up right here. That they are. First, first down and goal from the nine. Takes the snap and... Almost lost the football, but that's going to be a no gain right there, and that was number 23 for Moore Harris. And that'll bring us to the end of the first quarter. And the Comer Tigers have a 20 to 14 lead, looking to put it in the end zone here. You listen to the Pebble Football Game of the Week on the Pebble Sports Network, presented by Coots Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back here shortly. Looking for a church home? We invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sulacaga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theupliftingword.com. The great Joe Nemeth said, football is a team game. So is life. Coosa Pond.
Pines Federal Credit Union proudly supports the broadcasts of area high school athletics on radio, social media, and through the Radio Alabama Sports app. Enjoy B.B. Comer, Fayetteville, Childersburg, and Sylacauga football this season presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. On and off the field, Coosa Pines is here to help you reach your goals. Find them on Facebook, federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender. second quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Fayetteville Football Game of the Week on the Fayetteville Sports Network presented by Fish Pine Federal Credit Union. Jacob Bassett on the call. We're about to get second quarter action underway and um, costly, costly turnover by the Wolves in the, on the kickoff there and that sets up Comer right now for an easy six points. Should have had six points two plays ago, but Drew Holman had a, a soft pass in the bread basket and dropped it. So that's going to bring up second and goal from the seven. For Comer, they're going to see if they can punch one in here. Sends a man in motion, takes a snap. Carmichael's going to go up the middle, and he's going to be thrown down after about a three-yard loss. That'll bring up third and goal. So, these Comer coaches behind us are getting frustrated. Hey, I love the passion, man. I, I got to say, dude, you're in it to win it, and I like it. But you know what? That's showing that our defense is doing what they need to do right here. It's third and seven. Wouldn't this stop make work wonders for this Fayetteville Wolves defense? Oh, man, a stop right here would be great for this Wolves defense, but I know that the Comer coaches are definitely going to have something drawn up right here to to try to get it six. Carmichael in the backfield with Harris. He's going to take the snap, and he's going to give it to Harris, who's going to be thrown down behind the line by number 54, Dakota Ogle. That's going to bring up fourth down from the 12-yard line. Um, do you think Fawcett's going to go for it right here? you think he's going to send Wimmer, and he's going to burn a timeout? Well, I guess we'll take one with them. Big decision here uh, for the Comer Tigers. You're listening to the Pebble Football Game of the Week on the Pebble Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back here in just a second. Hi, I'm Robin Angelo, Director of Coosa Valley MRI, business recipient of the American College of Radiology Accreditation and Joint Commission Best Practice Awards. Our vision, mission, and values at Coosa Valley MRI is part of our working platform of excellence that you deserve. COVID infection control measures are in place to keep you as safe as possible so you can focus on what is important, your MRI exam. Schedule your appointment today. Learn more at CoosaValleyMRI.com. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to second quarter action of the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Here at Farmlings Field, Blake Bagley and Jacob Bassett on the call. Um, and so it's a fourth down, and a, we'll call it 11. It's a long 10. We'll call it 11 from the 11-yard line for the Comer Tigers, and it looks like they're sending the offense out here, Jacob. What a bold move by Fawcett. If it pays off, great. They don't get it, not so great. So their defense has to stand tall if they can't punch it in here. 
All you got to do is keep them out of the end zone right here. I know that's a tough task to ask with these weapons, but it's a doable thing. Absolutely. From the 12-yard line, by itself in the backfield, it's going to be a slant screen across the middle. And he's going to go in untouched for a touchdown. That was number 25. That was Richard Weed. And they had it drawn up, a little screen pass. The Wolves sent, sent some rushers, and it came back to bite them. So that's going to make it 26-14, to 14 and they'll obviously lead the offense in there and try to get two points here. Yeah, Richard Weed's one of those players that Coach Fawcett's been high on all year. He's a freshman, and he's oh, wow. one of their biggest playmakers. I mean, I still can't get over the fact that Kamora Harris is a 10th grader, dude. He's a big old boy. That he is. With them losing all the weapons they have next year, he'll probably get 60 carries a game next season. So we'll see what they do here. They just need three. They just got 12 on one opportunity. Carmichael takes the snaps, hand off to Harris up the middle. Harris is not touched. He's in, but there's a flag. I got to say this about Harris. The guy that I worked with told me today that he was talking to the guy that owns Booker's Barbecue, and he was talking about Harris and called him a boy man. He was a boy that was built like a man, and I 100% agree with him. If, you, if you've never seen Kamori Harris, look at William Refrigerator Perry. Look at Mark Ingram. Any big running back out there. Kamori Harris has that size. Yeah, he looks yeah, like uh, one of that guy's name played at SMU, Eric Dickerson. Yes, just running over guys. Man. And, uh, the man that'll never retire, Frank Gore. Oh yeah, he's still playing. It yeah. still looks the same, don't he? Though, talk about finding the fountain of youth. So that'll back him up five yards. No, ten yards. Going to take the snap. Carmichael, that's going to be a false start. And the Comer coaches in the booth knew it. I tell you what, if we don't know what the penalty is, all we have to do is listen above us and we'll know from these Comer coaches. Oh, that's going to be all sides on the Wolves. So they actually get five free yards there for the Tigers. You get that back. That's right. We're just over a minute into the second quarter. The Wolves are trailing 26 to 14. And if we can ever get this two point attempt across, then we can give you an updated score. So, from the eight-yard line, Carmichael takes the snap. He drops back. He's going to fire over the middle, and it's going to be caught in the end zone by Dalion Welch, and that'll make it 28-14. And so the Wolves are uh, steadily finding themselves trailing, so they're going to try to uh, get back in this game here, and you can't cough up the football, which like they did last time. Yeah, this will definitely be the possession where we need to make something happen. Hold on to the football. Move the ball forward and not backwards. That kind of got you the last time. We need points, and we need them fast. Absolutely. You can't cough up the ball on a kickoff return. You basically just handed them six easy points there, or eight easy points, really. And another thing that's working against us right now, the Comer Tigers do get the ball back to start the second half. That they do. So you find yourself trailing by 14 or 21. It could easily be seven more with the way this team's playing right now. The Wolves are sending their receiving team back. you got to think this is a must-score drive right here. Yeah, Pacey and Zeke's going back. This is You need to hold on to the football first, but you also need to try to make something happen on this kickoff return to set you up with good field position. That's right. They might try to go deep. They just don't need to try to force anything because when you try to force things, that's when you can make huge mistakes. So we'll see what they'll dial up and what they're going to try on. 
and getting a signal by the official. And Noah Wimmer will get them ready. Running towards the ball, and this one's going to be a little squib kick across the middle of the field. It's going to hit the turf. It's going to be fielded at about the 20, and not going to get much further. Hunter Hammond's got back to the 20. That's going to bring up first and 10 for the Wolves. Yeah, good job by Hunter to hold on to the football. I mean, that's a positive. You know, you dropped the last kickoff, so you, you made that adjustment. You held on to the football. You're going to start out with pretty decent field position here. That's right. That's exactly right, Jacob. And So let's see if they can get something going on offense, because if you can't score here, things might get out of hand, and you've got to get the crowd back into the ball game. Yeah, you can't let Comer get... A bigger lead than what they have now. Absolutely. Two receivers split out to each side. Pacey's in the backfield. He drops back to pass. He's being rushed by number eight, Dante Carmichael. He fires one sidearm. Uh, he was trying to get Hunter Robertson. He was in the vicinity, but really no good way to put that ball there. That was John Murphy on coverage. And Pacey was running for his life right there, too. So he had to try to force something, but at least he didn't force it into – too much coverage, and the ball fell to the ground. Absolutely. So, lucky and fortunate there that the ball wasn't turned over on interception, but that'll bring up second and ten, and two receivers split out again to each side. The Loach is in the backfield. Takes a snap, drops back, being rushed again. He's going to sidearm it over to Evan Baker. He's got the catch. John Murphy's running him down, misses the tackle. And that's going to be a first down for the Wolves. Great job to make something out of nothing right there. Good little pitch and catch. He was being trailed by a few Comer defenders, and he still got a first down out of it. Great job by the Wolves right there. Yeah, good little move by Evan Baker, who should have been taken down after about a four-yard gain. Duke John Murphy out, and uh, he was able to. To get a little bit extra yardage. So that brings up first down for the Wolves. Takes a snap. Pacey's going to give it on a delayed handoff. Hunter Hammonds. That's going nowhere. Loss of one. Nothing going right there. And Pacey kind of stutter stepped, I guess, to try to fake a run from him. And Comer defense didn't have none of it. No, they wasn't having any of that right there. And just over two minutes into the second corner, the Wolves are down uh, 28 to 14. Tell you what, I'd like to say hey to Lawson Payton, who is walking right in front of us. You know, he's making his Friday night rounds here at Farm Links Field, telling everybody, hey, and I know your birthday. That's right. He knows everybody's birthday, and I would be willing to bet on him. Two receivers split out to each side. Pacey's going to fire one to Levi Phillips, who made the catch for about five yards, and he's taken down <laughs> to the ground, picked up and taken down to the ground by Devin Harvey. <laughs> so uh, I'll bring up second down about five. So i tell you what, at least Levi held on to the football right there because Devin Harvey came up behind him. I don't think Levi had any idea he was on his way. No, he didn't. And excuse me, that's going to be third down and four. You need a conversion here. Two receivers play out to each side. Paces in the backfield with Hammonds. Going to take the snap. They're bringing the house. John Murphy's on. Pacey. Oh, missed the tackle. And Carmichael didn't miss the tackle. He's taking down a loss of about 10. And uh, two Wolves players are down. Looks like they might have ran into each other. Oh, that's uh, Zeke DeLoach is one of them. And number 26 for the Wolves. And uh, it looks like... 
he's down and he's hurting. I don't want to speculate. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back shortly. Grace Cafe. The August Cup of the Month is Morning Rush. It's chocolate chip cookie dough espresso with chocolate chip cookie dough bites. But if that isn't your cup, they have 25 other flavors and a variety of sugar-free flavors as well. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Whether you're a contractor or a DIY home improver, Van Zandt Hardware and Supply has what you need. From paint, pipes, and tools, and they're a yellow wood distributor as well. Plus, they have professional advice if you need it. Go to Van Zandt Hardware and Supply on Highway 280 in Oak Grove, where perfection for the customer isn't a privilege, it's a standard. to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to the first football game of the week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Casey's able to get up under his own power. Levi Phillips on the punt, boots one. It's a short punt, not really what they wanted there. That'll be down about the 43-yard line, so... Comer will get good field position once again, and if I had to do an average, I would say Comer's average starting field position is about the 50-yard line or the 45 of the Wolves. Yeah, that's what you don't want to do is give them good field position, and just about every possession they've had, they've had excellent field that's position. That's right, and a score update again midway through the second quarter uh, at Childersburg versus Montgomery Catholic. Montgomery Catholic's up 37 to nothing, so... That's a score update there, 28-14 here. Tigers taking over. Carmichael takes a snap. He's going to give a screen pass. That's going to pick up about six yards. Can't tell who that was on the screen pass. Good little game there. Picking things up on them. And Comer's going to do this to you all night. They're going to go short yardage, short yardage, and then eventually they're going to have the big play. Yep. That they will. They'll uh, they certainly know how to open up the playbook, and I think that comes in part from the passion of these coaches that are behind us. Carmichael in the backfield takes the snap. He's going to give it to Harris up the middle, who finds a hole, misses a tackle. That's 15 yards. That's 20 yards. Probably going to be a touchdown, and it is a touchdown. And you got to feel bad for Cameron, ha- Cameron Hammers. That was just embarrassing right there. Yeah. He just got stiff arm to the ground and gave effort, but he just he was no match for the man of Kamora Harris. And yeah, trying to arm tackle, you've got to at least wrap up and try to slow him down and let your buddies catch up with you and bring him down. And yeah, dive at his feet. He was trying to waist tackle, and that's not going to cut it. So. Another touchdown for the Tigers, and that'll bring up point after attempt by Wimmer, looking to make it 35 to 14. And awaiting the kick, we'll see what happens. And so, it'll be 35 points. 
Snaps good, holds good, kicks good. So your new score is 35 to 14 uh, in favor of the Tigers here. Just over four minutes into the second quarter. And uh, Jacob, you just want to weather the storm at this point. Yeah, you had them. You had them. You were matching them point for point. You let you make one mistake, and all of a sudden, you're backing off. You're letting them score at will now. Yep, same story, different season, Jacob. This seems to be a trend with this Wolves football team going back to last season and the season before. You have one bad thing happen to you to change momentum a little bit, and you just give up. And this is a team you can't let them have the momentum. No, you cannot let them have the momentum because if you give them even a little bit, they're going to take a lot. So see if they can get something going on on offense here. And getting ready to kick the ball off. Wimmer is. And, Jacob, we might be here a while this evening. We ain't even halfway through the second quarter. It's already 8 o'clock. Yeah, I got to work in the morning, too. Oh, man, well, fortunately, I, all I have to do in the morning is sleep in. So Lucky you. <laughs> Wake up by 2.30 and watch the Auburn Tigers play. Uh, well, first I got to go to a funeral, unfortunately. Uh, loss of a friend. But after that, I will definitely catch the Auburn game. Hopefully it won't get too ugly. Phillips kicks it deep. Fielded at the 10-yard line by Pacey. Pacey's going to go forward. Finally taken down about the 34. And looks like Zeke's back out there. So he's okay, but Atticus Jackson looks like he's hurting a little bit on the sidelines. We probably won't see him again this evening. Yeah, and that's somebody you can ill afford to lose. Atticus Jackson, we talked about him last night. Obviously, we had his dad on the coach's show last night. He's a special player. He's going to go home tonight. We learned this last night. He's going home tonight and watching film on this game to see where he messed up. Wow. Yeah, definitely dedication there. and Earning his spot, and he's going to be a great player years to come. He's just a sophomore this year, so he's got two years after this one. Eye formation with receivers split out to each side. Pacey takes the snap, and he's going to give it on a misdirection to Hunter Hammonds, and that obviously was not working. That will lose about five yards. Yeah, you you got nothing to lose now. I would at least try to try to take some shots downfield to see what you can come up with. Yeah, if I was them, I'd stat pad right now. Down 21 in the second quarter of things that aren't going to get better, so you can try to keep them from getting worse. So, looking like they're trying to run some time off the clock. Seven minutes left to go in the second quarter before halftime. 35 to 14, Comer's way, and it was a 14 to 14 ball game just a few moments ago. Pacey takes a snap, drops back to pass, fires one that's caught. And that's going to put on about third and nine. That was Tatum Barrett on the catch. And uh, that was DeLeon Welch on the tackle. Great job by him getting to where the football was and coming up with the tackle, which seemed like it was more than a two-yard game, but it was just that, a two-yard game. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, uh, Jacob, one thing about this Tiger defense is they're not spectacular. They don't wow you, but they're there. Yeah, they know how to get to the football. They're there every time. Every play, they're there. They're covering. Not, they don't have one great guy, but everybody's good. Takes a snap. Pacey's going to have to roll. He's being chased. Going to step back. He's going to fire one deep to Katie Spare, and he's tackled. And there comes the flag. And it looked like 
Welch tripped up, and when he tripped up, he pushed down Barrett in order to keep him because that would have been six. Yeah, and I know Welch probably couldn't help that, but still, that's a penalty. Let's just see if it's going to be a five-yard, a 15-yard, or a spot foul. Wolves are probably hoping it's a spot foul, but I'll say it's probably going to be a 15-yarder. And uh, halftime in Chillisburg, Alabama, 44 to nothing. The Montgomery Catholic over the Chillisburg Tigers. Man. I, wow. Just have mercy on David and them on the call. <laughs> yeah, I feel sorry for David. I feel sorry for Johnny Johnson and the guys. Johnny's a real good guy. I mean, they're they're winning games. They've won a few this year, but they've been competitive. When you run into a roadblock like the Montgomery Catholic Knights, something like this is going to happen. Like I said, they're allowing 2.2 points a game. Only allowed 13 points all season. Well, you know, Jacob, I'm going to say something a little controversial. Even though it's on here, I don't care because I'm that guy. If you're a private school and you can recruit people to come to your School, I'm sure Childersburg would have a great football team if they could go out through all of Talladega County and get Comer, too, go get players everywhere else. But you know what? They can't. It's people in their region. So I don't understand for the life of me why it's cheating. It's basically cheating. The AHSA is ignorant for letting that happen. And that's what the AISA is for. That's private school ball. That's where I think these private schools need to be. So, yes, I kind of agree with you right there. And I don't care who hears it because it's the truth, Dadgum. And these kids that don't have the money to go to those private schools work their tails off to try to win to get beat by these private schools. And uh, that's a hookup between Pacey and Zeke there to the far side of the field. It's going to bring up about first down. But back to your point, you look at every season deep in the playoffs, especially in baseball, it's basketball, it's such and such Christian schools, such and such Episcopal, such and such Catholic. All these private schools, and it really makes me sick, and it gets under my skin is what it does. Yeah, when you're in 1A, 2A athletics like that, that's what you're going to run into. You're going to run into those private schools, and more often than not, that's going to be your basketball and your baseball state champions. That's exactly right, Jacob. So that's going to be about a second and two. Pacey under center, two backs in the backfield with him, takes a snap, and he's going to be taken down. Ooh, that was ugly. And... Not like unsportsmanship ugly, but the way he fell was ugly, and I don't know how he got back up from that. It looked like he broke his back. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, number 44, Adam Odom, the junior, on the tackle. Hey, that was a great That was a great tackle. Looks like Pacey is limping to the sideline. That was a tough hit, man, but great play by Odom, uh, who was not intentionally trying to do anything there, but that was just awkward landing. And just, just so they know, because you just talk about him coming limping. He was just coming to get the play, but, yes, he was limping. He's he's had a pretty physical game so far. That he has, Jacob. This is a very important third down, third and 15. So Pacey's going to take the snap. He's going to drop back, being rushed again. He's going to be taken down again. And... I feel like a flag should have been thrown right there. I feel like a flag should have been thrown right there as well. And I'm not one to knock on officials, but is this going to take somebody getting hurt before they call something? Yeah, that was a little questionable. I don't know about a... I don't know, man. That was questionable. That was definitely questionable. I feel like that one could have been avoided. Because he was already going down. But, see, this is the thing that gripes me about officials. Okay, 
Tamora Harris running the ball a minute ago, that he was, they should have blew the whistle because they risked him getting injured. There was five guys on him. They let him keep going for three or four yards. That's risking injury. And then that right there, you're risking injury as well. As Levi barely gets that one off, it's going to land at 35. And it's going to bounce to about 32, where it'll be down. Tires will take over, 335 left to go in the half. But you take that. Yeah, uh, Reed thought about it right there. He thought about returning that punt, but he let it fall to the ground. I guess he told the referee fair catch. He didn't wave his hand, but I think you can tell the referee fair catch, and he let it hit the ground, and Fayetteville stopped it from bouncing backwards. Yeah, but you take, you know, they make all these new rules about player safety, and which is great and all, but I don't feel like you need those rules as long as the the players are, or the officials are doing their job correctly. And, and like I said, that that play could have went either way, you know, but I feel like they don't get it right. But back to the private school thing. Now, I do give schools like Fife and GW Long, who aren't private schools, a lot of credit for being able to produce the teams that they do. But Carmichael's going to run this one up the middle, and he's not going to be stopped. He's still going. and I don't know how he wasn't stopped, but he's got a touchdown. He's gone. He's in the end zone. Pacey DeLoach can't stop him. That's another six. And that's going to bring up 41 points for the Comer Tigers. How do you have them on their heels? 14 to 14, and they're fixing to go up 42 to nothing. You had them where you wanted them. And now you're letting them run away with the game. And it took a drop kickoff. Since that drop kickoff, it's been like this. But So we'll see if they can tack this extra point on the board and make it seven for the Tigers. And, Jacob, you're exactly right. We said at the beginning of the game, that's up and good. That's going to be 42-14 to 14 for the Tigers. We'll take a quick break and listen to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Ever wonder why your friends are all members of Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union? It's the low auto loan rates, great checking accounts, and digital services with no fees. But most of all, it's the people helping people philosophy of caring for its members and communities. That's why Coosa Pines was voted best credit union, best auto loan, and best financial planning in the Coosa Valley for 2021. And why we say Coosa Pines is where you belong. Find Coosa Pines FCU on Facebook. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network. we by Chris Pine, Federal Credit Union. Jacob, we talked about this earlier. If you're the Wolves, you got to win each and every play to get it to the end of the game. And they've been losing every play, and they, they find themselves in a hole here. Yeah, you, you shot yourself in the foot, and it started with that drop kickoff. That's something we couldn't afford to do, and they broke this game wide open. That's right. little pooch kick down the middle. It's going to be caught. At about the 30-yard line, a fair catch 
And, uh, so, that'll bring up first down for the Wolves. We'll see what they can do. And see if they can get a little momentum back, Jacob. Yeah, this or just kill the clock. Take it to the locker room and see what kind of adjustments you can make. That's right. That's exactly right. So we'll see. Maybe they try to run the ball here. I throw the ball. I, I really, if you join Limbaugh, you don't really know what to do to, to get things started right here. Maybe take a little bit of momentum to the locker room, get a couple first downs. But we'll see what he does here. So... The Loach going to take the snap. He's going to drop back, and he's being chased. And he's being chased some more through the ball. And they're saying it's a fumble. Palmer thinks it's a fumble, but it's going to be. The whistle a, was blown before he got on the ball. That was a dead ball. Good call by the officials. Yep. That was a good call. See, that's one, too, where you need to review, Jacob. Yeah. That, that, you know, that's the call I, I've seen personally in my time watching football. Is that's the one that's reviewed the most. When somebody goes to throw the ball, because you can't, if they're going forward, it's incomplete. But if they're coming back, it's a fumble. So, good call by the officials. And um, can't really, unfortunately, in high school ball, we don't have the money to supply the technology that the collegiate programs have. But a few years ago, they did say review is available if you want it. But I think you've got to have the funds to be able to get that equipment. I That's something, obviously, us being a county school, we just don't have that. Absolutely. We're not one of the private schools that cheats. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's a timeout on the field. We'll take one wheel and you're to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back shortly. Heritage Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. Listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Back to the action here as the Wolves have a second and ten. The Lowe's takes the snap. He's going to give it to Evan Baker, who jukes out a defender, runs into his own player, and that's going to bring up second and eleven. Um... I don't think he ran into his own player. I think his cleat dug a little too far in the ground, and he was tripped up by the ground right there. That's when you start talking about that turf monster, Jake. No turf was, monster. Uh, we hadn't seen it all year till that play. Uh, he had definitely credited to him there. So that will not go as a comer tackle. <laughs> so third down and nine, 2.30 left to go before the half. And, um... Two receivers play out to each side. Pacey's going to take the snap. He's going to drop back. And they're getting pressure with just four guys right here. Going to throw the ball deep. And Hunter Robertson just missed it, but it's not going to matter because there's a flag in the backfield. Didn't quite catch what the penalty was. I was watching that little knuckleball that Pacey threw. I'm pretty sure this is going to be a holding on the offense. I saw one of the offensive linemen go um, tackle one of the defenders 
And obviously you can't tackle on the offensive side of the ball. So You might see Comer decline this one, though. I'm not very sure. But um, at this point in the game, both teams just need to put their second string guys in. Yeah, and they're going to bring the punt team out. Yep. I would have declined the penalty as well. They'll punt the football right here. So, knowing the Comer Tigers, they'll probably try to put up seven more. And so we'll see here. Levi gets the snap. He's going to need to kick. It looks like it was partially blocked. It'll go out at the 50. And I mean, I guess you're getting some practice for players, but when you're up 42 to 14, I wouldn't think to uh, to send in the house on a punt. And, and that was the the mayor of Oak Grove fielded that punt on the sideline, Mr. Tony White. That he did. And, Jacob, I, I mean, we go back to this every week, okay? Wolves down 48 nothing. they think it was when they was playing Lamette. Put your second stringers in. Don't risk injuring your guys. There's games you can win. That one obviously wasn't one of them. But, Okay. You can put if you're calmer, put in your second guys. If you're feble, put in your second guys, and just let your young guys get some experience. This one's far, you know, it's been over. Yeah, so, I look for calmer to do the same. Yep, takes a snap. Carmichael gets a snap. He's gonna heave one deep. He's gonna throw it, and it's gonna be intercepted at the five yard line. That was Hunter Robertson on the catch. So trying to air out the ball and. Kind of showboat a little bit for the Tigers there, backfired on. And maybe that's a, the little help that this Fayetteville Wolves team needed was getting a turnover. You turn the ball over yourself. Now you force the turnover and getting that interception. Now we need to get the points off of the turnover before the half. That's right. That's exactly right, Jacob. And you can't so. you can't have a letdown right now. You've got to play with intensity. Play 48 minutes. Yeah, you're down big, but show them you still want to be here. That's exactly right. Don't give up. Don't stop fighting. See if you can get a little, a little momentum, even if it's just a few first downs. You got a couple time or you got one timeout. See, you know, just see what you can do. Don't don't show them you've given up. Pacey's under center. Evan Baker in the backfield. He takes a snap, and it's going to be a dive up the middle. That'll be about a yard gain. 145 left to go. Number 11, Before the half. Up a yard, up down and I think Comer's fixing to start using their timeouts thanks to these coaches that's behind us. They're talking loud where the whole stadium can hear. So you know they're fixing to start calling timeouts trying to get this ball, ball back. Hey, I mean, if you're trying to get practice for your guys, I get it. But I don't know, man. Not the way I'd go about it. Takes a snap. Pacey's going to drop back to throw. It's going to be a catch by Cadence Barrett at the 15. And he'll be uh, taken down at about, yep, right at the, the 16. So that'll bring up third down. No, nope, they'll say it's the first down. Um, I guess I was a little confused there. It's around the 20. Excuse me. So it's going to be a first and 10 for the Wolves. It seems like you're talking about Jacob. Don't show him you're giving up. Just, you know, give some effort. You know, see, do what you can. Yeah, a few yards here and a few yards there. Maybe you get some points out of it and make make the score more respectable at this point. Absolutely, Jacob. That's definitely what the goal is. Get out of here and just weather the storm a little bit. Well, a minute to go. No urgency here by the Wolves. Pacey takes a snap, and it's going to be a handoff up the middle to Evan Baker, who will be taken down. 
and the Wolves guys are, are getting in a tussle. And they're not going to throw a flag on that. That should have been 15 see, yards against the Comer Tigers right there. That's right. I, I, that should have been 15 yards on the Tigers show, guys, right there. That is unacceptable. I think they should have caught. you seen both guys tussling it. They should have called all set penalties right there to show them, hey, we're not going to tolerate this from either side. You've got to throw flags right there. And, and even if only one is at fault, you got to throw it on both teams just to show we're not putting up with this. But the officials, it seems like they kind of lost control of this game so far. But I will say that was just Evan trying to get away from that. Well, Jacob, man, you've talked about it before in our private conversations. You know, you talked about how Comer was really bad when you were there, and you said it went and went to their head. And, and I had to say, I, I agree with you. I mean, I even, I even told my daddy-in-law that. He's not one of them. Uh, but I was telling him, and... You know, I was just telling him, y'all, y'all play hard and, and all that, but kind of, kind of let winning. They most of the Comer Tiger organizations kind of let winning get to their head a little bit. Yeah, um, that, that that's just so. I mean, I I like Adam Fawcett, I respect him, but you've got to show him. And, and Adam's been there before. You've got to teach your team how to be a winner and win the right way. That's right. You got to win with class and and lose with class. That's something that the Wolves, born a few occasions, have won, won and lost with class. The, on, the only time I would say the Wolves didn't lose with class, and that would have been last season against Comer, the game was over, and they drove down the field to try to get seven points at the end. I didn't agree with that. I didn't like that, putting guys in injury for something that really didn't matter. But other than that, John Limbaugh, you know, definitely a lot of sportsmanship, and that's why I like him as a coach as much as I do. Good guy. Under center, second down. Pacey gets the snap. He drops back to pass. He steps up. He's being grabbed. And he's finally taken down in the backfield. And So that'll bring up third and about 20. And, and that might end the half. That, that play will end the half. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back here in... Just a minute. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is another money moment from Sycamore Federal Credit Union. Did you know the more money you pay down, the lower you can get your payment? Come see us to get you in that ride. Sycamore Federal Credit Union, online at sycamorefcu.com. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.
dealers make you wait for their best deals, Toyota of Sylacauga is always saving you more and saying yes to credit approval. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals we're giving you every single day. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. Right now, get super low 1.99% financing on Camry, Corolla, RAV4, and Prius. And we're offering 1.99% financing on select certified pre-owned vehicles. Talk about amazing deals. Plus, there will be no false starts when it comes to your credit approval. Toyota of Sylacauga's team of credit specialists are here to get you approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade-in? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. So come say big at your home team dealer, Toyota of Sylacauga. Remember, you're not just a number. You are part of the family. 39765 Highway 280. ToyotaofSilicauga.com. We're worth the drive, and we'll prove it. With approved credit, see M-Sculpt is the first device to build muscle and sculpt your body. What is it? I'm Dr. Jared Spear at Childersburg Primary Care. Through high-intensity electromagnetic therapy procedure, you can enlarge current muscles as well as grow new muscle fibers. The M-Sculpt procedure is currently FDA cleared to treat your abs, buttocks, arms, calves, and thighs. Experience it for yourself. M-Sculpt, only at Childersburg Primary Care, online at ChildersburgClinic.com. You need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm Agent Alvy Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm Agent Alvy Steers is there for you. State Farm Agent Alvy Steers in Silicaga. Online at alvysteers.net. on Noble has something for everyone. Private parties, live music, and entertainment. The perfect date night. The best appetizers and wonderful entrees. Don't forget to check the Harvey's on Noble social media pages to stay up to date on weekly specials. Harvey's on Noble in Silicaga. Open Wednesday through Saturday. Harvey's on Noble. Voted best atmosphere and best entertainment venue in the Coosa Valley. Need some extra energy to make it through the day? Allen Brew Market has monster energy drinks, candy, and snacks for that quick pick-me-up. At Allen Brew Market, they mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your body. You're rolling with Allen, oh yeah, Allen Brew Markets. Choosing a real estate agent, you want someone you can trust. Whether you're looking for your forever home, looking for an investment property, or that great lake house to retire to, Area Real Estate is the group you want on your side. Their experience in the industry and being a member of the National Association of Realtors guarantees that you'll get the best deal on your next property. They serve all of this area, including Lake Martin. Check their website for listings at areareallestateinc.com. Don't get burned. 
burned with rising interest rates and limited inventory. Contact the Girls on Fire Lending Team at Movement Mortgage. Whether you're refinancing or purchasing, they want to be your mortgage lending team for life. Check out Movement Mortgage Silicaga on Facebook, where you can also apply for a mortgage 24-7 with the Apply Now button. Or contact Movement Mortgage at 256-365-0294. Movement Mortgage LLC supports equal housing opportunity in MLS number 39179. For licensing information, please visit nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Savor new flavors with the new Chick-fil-A Lemon Kale Caesar Salad. Served with warm Chick-fil-A grilled nuggets, zesty lemon wedges, shade parmesan, and a lemon Caesar vinaigrette. It's full of refreshing bites to pair with a beautiful day. Available for a limited time. Get yours today at Chick-fil-A Silicaga. Register now for free lunch Friday from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. You could win free lunch for up to eight in your office from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. Visit kicks1003.com for more details and to register. Swin the Printers serves all your printing needs. As a full-service printer, Swin can do everything you need to complete your project. If you can dream it, Swin can print it. Swin is dedicated to providing high-quality printing and excellent customer service to businesses and individuals alike throughout the Coosa Valley and beyond. Call Gary, Janice, or Clay today at 256-245-3236 or visit Swin online at swinprint.com. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Halftime Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Welcome in to the Halftime Show. Federal football game of the week on the Federal Sports Network. Everybody treats the Federal Credit Union. Uh, Open the drive. The Wolves took it 76 yards and seven points. Comer Tigers answered not long after that to make it 7-7. Then the Wolves had to punt the football. And then Comer made it a 14-7 lead. The Wolves tied it up at 14-14. And uh, Comer struck again, made it 20-14, missed extra point. And um, on the kickoff, the Wolves fumbled. They made it 28-14. to And after that, it's been all Comer Tigers scoring on each of their drives that they've had. Making it of a score of 42-14 to uh, at halftime. So um, not a great evening for the Wolves. And B.B. Comer played well so far as their band's performing now. Doing, I would say, a pretty well job. And... Always enjoying listening to the bands because, in my personal opinion, I love football and I love any kind of sport, but it takes a lot of talent to go out there and synchronize, play instruments in sync with a bunch of other people, and that takes a lot of talent. So I will um, definitely hats off to them, something I can't, can't do on my own, but... Not a good evening. Score updates around. Childersburg at the last check was 44 to nothing. We have not got an update on them. Silicago are unsure of, but uh, as of right here, right now, just a 42 to 14 lead for the Comer Tigers. And coming in this second half, you'd expect to see uh, the second teamers definitely for the Tigers, and I would like to see the second team offense for the Wolves as well, but. Uh, this not a great evening. The Wolves had them where they wanted them in the end of the first quarter, and 
kind of was shocking everybody. And then after that, it was just kind of downhill and just haven't been able to, to get back where, where they could get into the game. And that fumble cost them, and they never was able to get back into the game. And so uh, Pacey throwing for quite a few yards there in the first quarter. Zeke as well catching for a lot of yards. Had Atticus Jacks go down, unfortunately. Don't look like he'll be returning, not to speculate on what his injury is. I, not quite sure, but he's one that won't be returning this evening, and we're just just about halfway through this halftime break, and if you're the Wolves, you got to go out here and try to weather the storm. You're definitely not winning this one. You're not going to come back from a 28 to 14, or a 28 point deficit in the second half. You know, this isn't a video game, so it's it's rare to be able to do that. And it's possible to do it in a game, but real life it's difficult to do, especially against the Comer Tigers. Uh, as good of a squad as they have this year, but Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see if um, if they can get it done, if the Wolves can weather the storm, or if Comer scores 70 on them, we'll have to wait and see. And Now the Wolves marching band will be taking the field. It's, Comer done a great job, and so we'll see if the Wolves can match that. And by the performances I've seen, they absolutely can. Um I'm going to take a quick break, and when we're back, we'll be talking with my color analysis, analyst, excuse me, Jacob Bassett, on some first-half analysis, and uh, let's see what they can do to start the second half. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Acoustic Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back here shortly. When choosing a real estate agent, you want someone you can trust. Whether you're looking for your forever home, looking for an investment property, or that great lake house to retire to, Area Real Estate is the group you want on your side. Their experience in the industry and being a member of the National Association of Realtors guarantees that you'll get the best deal on your next property. They serve all of this area, including Lake Martin. Check their website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Swin the Printers serves all your printing needs. As a full-service printer, Swin can do everything you need to complete your project. If you can dream it, Swin can print it. Swin is dedicated to providing high-quality printing and excellent customer service to businesses and individuals alike throughout the Coosa Valley and beyond. Call Gary, Janice, or Clay today at 256-245-3236 or visit Swin online at swinprint.com. Let Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work-ready for free. Enroll in the Ready to Work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2017 to enroll. Classes are free and offered online. Don't let this free online training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2017 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free online class. Call 256-378-2017. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. Savor new flavors with the new Chick-fil-A Lemon Kale Caesar Salad. Served with warm Chick-fil-A grilled nuggets, zesty lemon wedges, shade parmesan, and a lemon Caesar vinaigrette. It's full of refreshing bites to pair with a beautiful day. Available for a limited time. Get yours today at Chick-fil-A Silicaga. Register now for free lunch Friday from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. You could win free lunch for up to eight in your office from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. Visit kicks 
Lexus1003.com for more details and Heritage Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. Listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to the Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. This is the show. And um, Jacob is told the audience before we came back from this break we was going to discuss what the Wolves can do to try to weather this storm. Jacob, what do they got to do here? Move the football. Limit penalties. That killed you in the first half. Hold on to the football because it seemed like a drop kickoff. Comer recovered, punched it in for points. and Seems like ever since then the brakes have kind of fallen off our favorable Wolves. They need to do better with the football. But You've got to find an answer for that Comer offense. Which I don't expect them 42 to 14 right now at the half. I don't expect to see their starters in any much longer yeah, for the rest absolutely. of the game. Yeah, I would say they'll probably get pulled mid third quarter, especially if they score on their opening drive. But you know, um, Jacob, Coach Limbaugh said a lot of things that that one that sticks out to me is you don't let your highs get too high, don't let your lows get too low, and it looks like this Wolves team's let their lows get a little too low this evening, and that's unfortunate for Wolves team that will stand hand-in-hand, and it w- shocked me how long they were able to stay competitive in this game, and then towards the end, they, you know, second quarter started wavering off a little bit, and I hate to see it, because they were just playing so well and solid, they let that fumble get to them, and, and now Comer has scored um, 28 straight on them. Yeah, and that's something that we talked about We could not let Comer break this game wide open, and they did just that. Yep. But you've got to show your will. You've got to, you know, perseverance is key in this second half. I know Comer can swap players in and out offensively as as they want to. We don't really have that luxury. But we've got to, you know, at least run the football, chew some time off of this clock, and make the score more, at least keep it respectable. Yeah, I don't expect to see another pass from Comer this second half. And they're trying to keep their guys fresh. You know, they got Vincent next week. That's another winnable game. All you got to do with those guys is stop Jamari Lawson, and they there's not too much to them. And obviously, we wasn't able to stop Jamari Lawson. That's why we lost that thing by 34 points. So. If they can stop him, they can have success. Comer's a much better football team. But Well, um, I guess we'll see what the Wolves can do, but you're not going to win this game. All you can do now is weather the storm in the second half. Yeah, we, we've ran into some really good running backs this year. Uh, Woodard, Woodard from Woodland was a good one. You know, we had him last year down there. He came here. He, he did what he could here. We came out with a win there. We had... Holt Tidwell from Horseshoe Bend and, yeah. and company because, you know, they run that wing T pistol. Yeah, a lot of good running backs there. So, you know, they they can run the football. There's some good running backs. But you got Harris, Carmichael, Garrett, um, 
DeLeon Welch. You know, Comer has running backs, you know, this playing receiver and all that, that they can move a running back to receiver and a receiver to running back and just keep running it down your throat, running it up the middle. And so far in that first half, the Wolves just had no answer for the middle, and Kamora Harris especially. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's a great player, and Jacob, I expect him to be playing at a Division One school. Uh, definitely Division uh, Division One. Um, what would you call it? FCS play? But um, I would even go as far as say you'll probably see him playing Division One FBS. Well, like I said, he's built like Mark Ingram. And I want to say he could almost be the size of Mark Ingram because I've seen Mark Ingram in person at an Iron Bowl one year. And, you know, Mark Ingram's short. Kamori Harris is kind of tall, but he's built, he's stocky like Mark Ingram was. And for a running back that runs up the middle, that's what you want is somebody that size. But as far as our Fayetteville Wolves are concerned, You've let him run over you all all, all game. He's already over a thousand yards through the first six games. I want to say he's probably tacked on a hundred, a hundred and fifty tonight, just because we just haven't found that answer. For and him. he hadn't been out there all of every drive. I mean, imagine if he'd have been out there consistently. What kind of numbers he'd be putting up against this team? I mean, it's it's unreal. He's a great player, um, and uh, plays for. Plays for a good team in the Tigers, and if they're going to make a run at the playoffs and, and try to get a state championship, to this year is definitely their year. I think they dress 13 seniors, uh, 13 or 15. They're much like the Wolves and as far as having a lot of, of guys that are leaving, but we're about less than five minutes to kick off. And Jacob, if you're calmer, you just want to keep riding on what you've already got going, be the Wolves, you just want to try to build some momentum, but we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coots Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back shortly. Please come by to enjoy some of the great deals at Coosa Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama. Get up to $10,000 off 2017 and 2018 F-150 4x4s. Please enjoy the game and come by and see us at 35184 Highway 280 in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama from 10.30 in the morning until 5 o'clock p.m. Monday through Friday and 10.30 until 12.30 on Saturdays. Call us at 256-267-8296. Don't get burned with rising interest rates and limited inventory. Contact the Girls on Fire lending team at Movement Mortgage. Whether you're refinancing or purchasing, they want to be your mortgage lending team for life. Check out Movement Mortgage Silicaga on Facebook, where you can also apply for a mortgage 24-7 with the Apply Now button. Or contact Movement Mortgage at 256-365-0294. Movement Mortgage LLC supports equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 39179. For licensing information, please visit nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Are you looking for extra money? Coosa Valley Recycling pays top dollar for aluminum, copper, brass, steel, old appliances, and even old cars. Coosa Valley Recycling is located a few miles southeast of Sylacauga on Highway 280. They're open Monday through Friday. Call for hours and rates at 256-245-4300. Coosa Valley Recycling, where the customer gets paid. This is another money moment from Sycamore Federal Credit Union. Did you know the more money you pay down, the lower you can get your payment? Come see us to get you in that ride. Sycamore Federal Credit Union, online at sycamorefcu.com. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. 
Chaison Noble has something for everyone. Private parties, live music, and entertainment. The perfect date night. The best appetizers and wonderful entrees. Don't forget to check the Harvey's on Noble social media pages to stay up to date on weekly specials. Harvey's on Noble in Sylacaga. Open Wednesday through Saturday. Harvey's on Noble. Voted best atmosphere and best entertainment venue in the Coosa Valley. Sculpt is the first device to build muscle and sculpt your body. What is it? I'm Dr. Jared Spear at Childersburg Primary Care. Through high-intensity electromagnetic therapy procedure, you can enlarge current muscles as well as grow new muscle fibers. The M-Sculpt procedure is currently FDA cleared to treat your abs, buttocks, arms, calves, and thighs. Experience it for yourself. M-Sculpt only at Childersburg Primary Care. Online at ChildersburgClinic.com. School football brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome in to the third quarter of action for the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Acoustic Pines Federal Credit Union. Jacob, this one got ugly before the half for just over a minute. Uh, before kickoff to the second half, but you know what? I'm still excited about being here. Yeah, it's a good night for football, uh, South Talladega County rivalry. You know what? We need to come up with a name for this rivalry and let it stick where everybody calls it that. You know, they have the Tiger Bowl or something like that that Radio Alabama sponsors for the Comer Chillsburg game. They actually have a trophy for that game. Really? Yeah. Uh, I actually got a picture of me holding that trophy when I went to uh, Comer Tillsburg back at the beginning of the year. So that's a, that's a pretty cool little deal that Radio Alabama does for them. We need something for this rivalry. We, you know what? We need to get to thinking on that, Jacob, because I 100% agree. I think that would be great. This thing, you, it's normally a competitive rivalry, but Comer's had a good team the past couple of years. And Bevel, you know, they, like I said, they, they've improved, but they're still an average football team. And so, you know, you want to see. The Wolves definitely continue to improve, but they got a lot of young guys. Wolves dress a lot of young guys, so maybe in a few years, you know, they'll have great football. Oh wow, man, that's a, that's a cool picture right there. I, I definitely think we need to come up with something like that for this rivalry. We need to we need to get with Liam, Michael, and Jeremy, and all them in that big old conference room we have back at the station and come up with something. Yeah, yeah, uh, man. There's just so many things you could do. I mean, the the battle of the Coosa Valley, you know. I, I like that. Um, the only problem is is everything from Ellick City all the way to Pale City over to Harpersville is considered the Coosa Valley. Yeah, but this is the core of the Coosa Valley. We have the lake right down the road from us. I mean, you don't even live a mile from the lake. But, uh, That's true. Yeah, I like the Battle of the Coosa Valley. That's something we can, we can uh, use and get a list of stuff and have a vote. And have a have a name for this game because this game's been going on for seven years now. It's usually a competitive game, but this year, you know, Comer being the way Comer is this year, it's just things got out of hand and they got out of hand fast. Yeah, I think Fevel actually led the series, but now Fev, uh, with Comer winning three straight, now you just go ahead and hang that up. It's yeah, I think Comer's got like a two or three game lead. Maybe. It's a two to five right now. Really? And right now they're looking at. Two to two to six. If well, unless unless some kind of miracle happens tonight, that's what we're looking at. Hey, maybe they can pull a video game. Jake, I was playing mine the other day. 
And uh, I was Tennessee playing Oregon, and I came back from a 35-6 to deficit in the third quarter and won in overtime. Going back to the throwback NCAA days, are you? That's right, man. Hey, hey, I don't know if I sent you that article. They're supposed to drop it in July of 2023. So we're less than two years away from the next installment. Yeah, we're, we're stuck with Madden right now, but nothing beats playing NCAA football with the college fight songs and having your favorite college teams to be able to play with, and you can control their destiny if you play a season. I love it. I love like having yeah. the traditions in the game. All right, and you can take like UAB to the playoff or something like that, and that's in the old game you didn't have the playoff. No. So. Levi Phillips getting this one lined up, and he's going to kick it deep. And it's going to go out of bounds. And Tony White's two for two, or 0 for two, I should say, on fielding. Kick goes out of bounds. So the Tigers will get the ball at the 40-yard line. But yeah, Tony White, you know, he's been right there. He's had a few balls kicked his way. He's, he's bound to catch one before the night's over. Yeah, that he is, Jacob. He is bound to catch one at some point. So... If he dropped whatever else he had in his hand, he might could have caught it. Yeah, Use two hands, Coach. Two hands. <laughs> couldn't ask for somebody better than Tony White. You know, he's been on our radio show one time this year. He was real fun to talk to. He's a busy man. He's a volunteer coach for the Fayetteville Wolves, and he's also the mayor of the town of Oak Grove. Yeah, yep. Great respect for Tony. Good guy, and comes out here to help volunteer coach these guys. So it's all around good guy. Does a lot for the community, and you know. People like that is hard to find, especially people in politics. I want to say thanks to Coach Jax for being our special guest on the Coach John Limbaugh show oh, last yeah. night. As always, special shout-out to Coach Jax. Yeah, he's, he's another good guy. A lot of good guys to help coach this, con- this Wolves organization. So they actually did a re-kick, taking at the 35, and Levi Phillips brings him down at the 40. That was number 12 on the return, Devin Harvey. So... Probably won't see your starters out. Tell you what, it's always good to see the kicker make a play. Oh, I love to see. You remember when that Penn State kicker, they had that big old big guy that was in, he got called for targeting that one time? Yeah, and then they, everybody tried to target him, and they'd get thrown out for getting getting him. I like that. I like seeing kickers get. You know, they call I don't forget it was a punt or something they called for targeting. And I'm like, man, the guy, let him have some success, man. Let him hit somebody. And Harvey's going to roll. He's going to pitch it out. And that's going to be a gain of about six or seven yards, Will Darden on the stop. And that was Adam Odom on the reception for the Comer Tigers. So so a lot of a lot of the younger guys coming in now. Yeah, that's good sportsmanship by the Tigers, too. Uh, a lot of the um, teams we would play, Jake, would still have their starters in right now. So. Well, a lot of the teams that we play probably couldn't help it. Yeah, that's true. Takes a snap, and it's going to be a toss to the left side. and So that'll be a first down and then some. Might take him down out of bounds. Lucky they didn't get called for a late hit there. I was number 17 on the carry, Raylan Sims. Got, got somebody hurt from the Wolves on the far sideline over there. Yep. Definitely somebody down for the Wolves. Looks like number 26 on a Robertson. Definitely not a guy you want. Definitely not a guy you want to lose. He's down. We're gonna take a quick break here and be back in just a second. Let's do the Fell Football Game of the Week on the Fell Sports Network, presented by Coach Pines Federal Credit Union.
dealers make you wait for their best deals, Toyota of Silicaga is always saving you more and saying yes to credit approval. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals we are giving you every single day. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. Right now, get super low 1.99% financing on Camry, Corolla, RAV4, and Prius. And we're offering 1.99% financing on select certified pre-owned vehicles. Talk about amazing deals. Plus, there will be no false starts when it comes to your credit approval. Toyota of Silicaga's team of credit specialists are here to get you approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade-in? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. So come save big at your home team dealer, Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number. You are part of the family. 397-65 Highway 280. com. We're worth the drive, and we'll prove it with a Welcome back to the action, and that's a pass by Harvey to the end zone, and it should have been intercepted by Cadence Barrett, but he bobbles it around and drops it, so that'll bring up second down. Hunter Robertson be able to get out off of the field under his own power, and uh, Jacob, this game's lasted a while. We're bare, we're not even a minute in the third quarter, and it's already nine o'clock. Yeah, it's past my bedtime. That it is mine too, Jacob. Fortunately, I ain't got to get up early in the morning, but you do. Yeah, some of us have to work on Saturdays. That's right. So, Harvey in the backfield alongside Sims. I'm going to take the snap, and it's going to be a handoff to Sims at the middle, who's brought down. Good no call by the officiating crew. Looked like a face mask, but he just grabbed him high on the jersey. And officiating crew's done a pretty good job, other than not blowing it plays dead earlier and causing fouls and guys getting a tussle. So other than that, they've done a pretty decent job tonight. Yeah, Comer has a slew of fresh players in, players we hadn't seen, but it looks like they still have their whole starting offensive line, but their skill players are a bunch of young players. Uh, Chris Garrett's out there. We haven't really – we talked about him a lot last year. This is the first we've seen him tonight. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why we haven't seen him get as much playing time this year, but – Harvey takes the snap. It's going to be a screen over the middle. Evan Baker had a pick six, and he dropped it. Yeah, that would have been a house call for Evan Baker if he would have paid more attention, knew where the football was, but it just hit him. That's right. So that's going to bring up third and ten. No, that's fourth and ten for the Comer Tigers. And looks like they'll bring Noah Wimmer out, try to put on three points. So through the Wolves, that's the first time you've stopped them tonight. So... Wimmer is going to kick this one, or it's going to be snapped from about the 15. Snap is good. Hold is good. Kick is not good. No, it was good. It didn't look good from here, but they tag on three points, and we'll keep it here. So 45 to 14, you're getting the ball. Jacob, what are you going to try to do for the Wolves? Try to move the ball to start with. No false starts, no fumbles. Move the ball. Play your game. Play like you played last week. You moved the ball very well last week. Yeah, the defense was a little inferior to the defense we're playing tonight, but Comer should start putting these young guys in. It's time to start moving the football. That's exactly right. We'll see if they can maybe get some momentum going here on this drive and possibly get some points on the board. Win the second half and take momentum into next week. And uh, we have Lafette coming into town next week. If yeah. I remember correctly. And It'll be, the, be the last home game. Yeah, another tough opponent. And then after that, we travel to Ranburn. And, um, unfortunately, I won't be able to make that trip because I'll be on vacation that weekend. You going to be at Ranburn? No, I won't be at Ranburn, nope. So 
Sorry to say that. I don't know if I already told you that or not. I know I told all the guys at the station, but, yeah, we're going out of town, going to the beach. We're going to leave Wednesday morning, come back on Sunday afternoon. So pull the camper down, and it's a little getaway, you know. Wimmer's getting his guys set. He's going to kick this ball. It's going to be a little squib over the middle. Hunter Hammond's going to take it at the 20. He's to the 25. Uh, he's taken down about the 30. So just under two minutes into this second quarter, or third quarter, excuse me. And I don't know who's running the clock, but if I was running the clock, I'd let about 10 seconds run off of every play extra. So when we go to Ranburn, it'll be me and a special guest play-by-play guy. I don't know who it'll be yet, but we'll have somebody. Yep, we sure will. I know a guy who would probably love to do it if he was available. Yeah, but he's he's down in Florida right now, and yep. don't know if he'll be able to make it. You know he tries best. <laughs> good dude. Good guy. We miss him on the broadcast crew, but times you got to make tough decisions, so. Hope everything's working out for him. Two receivers split out to the near side, one to the far. Takes a snap. The load's going to fire over the middle. It's short to Zeke. And it's going to be dropped. So that'll bring up second and ten. And uh, John Murphy was there ready to make the play if the play was to happen. And he was. He was there in that area. But he didn't have to waste any energy because that one wasn't going to be made. Yeah, it was about maybe a yard or two short. Yeah. yeah. Dancing around there. So second and ten for the Wolves. Hey, Jacob, I'm going to tell you, I'm kind of hungry, too. I hope my wife's got something fixed when I get home. You know, it'll be late. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had something to eat, so I'm going to have to go home and find me something. ask her hey, if she's got some food going on. Pacey steps back. He fires one over the middle to Cadence Barrett, who was able to catch it, but not before it hit the ground. So that'll bring up third down and ten. Yeah, that was two catchable balls that I believe could have been caught. Yep, could have been caught. Not the greatest passes in the world, but definitely could have been caught. Deloach's pass incomplete intended for Evan Baker. Bring up third down and ten. This will be third and ten. From our own 35-yard line. Definitely want to try to get something going here. Ten minutes left to go in the third quarter. And a little conversation between the officials. Some say he caught it and some say he didn't, but I think that ball did hit the ground. I do, too, and if he would have caught it, it wouldn't have mattered because it was right at the line of scrimmage. I would have probably said he caught it just so I could run the clock. <laughs> yeah. That's just me, though. But takes a snap. Basie drops back. Fires one deep down the field. He's got Cadence Barrett. And double coverage there. Two guys going for the interception. That was Harvey and Odom down there. Or, excuse me, Harvey and Carmichael down there. And neither one of them could get it. And the punt team. So you'll be giving it back to this explosive Comer offense. But you did force a field goal last time, so if there was a such thing as a moral victory, I guess that would be one, but we need a stop with no points this That's time. Right. Well, Jackie, there's no such, there's two things there's no such thing as moral What's victories and potential. If you, you can have all the potential and the kick's blocked, and I don't know why they're going after a kick when you're up 8,000 to 7, but... 
I guess Comer's making up for the, the lost time they had the last 15 years, so they're making themselves feel good now. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, try to make up for it, stat pad, get some points on there, you know. That's what every great video gamer does. You know, I believe Comer's a top 10 team, but the voters in the state have I guess they don't see them as a top 10 team, and I guess that's what Comer's trying to prove to the state, that they're a top 10 team. Yep. I guess they are trying to prove it. They got their starters back in. Looks like everybody but Harris, as far as starters go. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, just when we thought they had a little bit of sportsmanship, takes a snap, it's going to be a handoff up the middle, and he'll be taking it. So that's where the officials need to blow the whistle a little bit sooner. Okay, they was good on that because you got three guys. Hang it up with one guy, you know, it starts, you know, you start building up tension, you know, when you do that. So. That was good game tackling by the Wolves, too. It was. If only they could have done that in the first 24 minutes of action. Would have, would have worked wonders. Yeah, absolutely. It sure would have. So, second down and 13. Carmichael's in the backfield. He's going to take the snap. It's going to be a handoff up the Ball's on the ground. The Wolves are on it. And a bad exchange between Carmichael and Sims. Ball coughed up. And Kaz Duke recovered that. A little spark of life late in the game for the Wolves. Maybe get some momentum, like we said, to take in the next week. Get these stats on turnovers at least, and that's 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 a good thing for the Wolves. It's forcing turnovers. Absolutely, get what you can and do what you can in that situation. So, oh, just over three minutes in to the third quarter, Comer's put up three points. Wolves zero so far. So, 45-14 is your score right now. Loach in the backfield, two running backs with him. He takes the snap. He's going to run to the left side of the field. He's going to fire one to Zeke. Mm, incomplete. Diving effort. Couldn't quite make the catch. So that'll bring up second down. Pacey kind of threw that one towards the ground. So that was going to be a little tough catch for Zeke to make. Yep. And the Comer cornerback, I want to say that was might have been Carmichael that was there to, ready to make the play. Yeah, that's another thing, man. I question on coaching. I know it's high school ball, but I would not have my quarterback play in defense. Especially when you have the numbers like Comer has. Put your quarterback on the bench while your defense is out there. Yeah. Save him. Cause and not to mention you up 45 to 14, too. Deloach gets the snap, drops back to pass. He steps up. He's being grabbed, and he's taken down by the starting quarterback, Carmichael, and that'll bring up third and about 14. You know, that was the second Carmichael to make. I guess we need to be more specific when we say Carmichael because there is two Carmichaels on the field. Yeah, that's true. And I'll tell you what, Comer has a lot of Leons, too. They got a Day Leon and a Ray Leon and a few others. You sure that ain't pronounced by Raylan? I don't know if it's spelled Leon, ain't it? I don't know. Let's not get caught up in schematics, whatever it's called, semantics. I know one thing, the Wolves need to get caught up in getting this first down. The Loach is in the backfield. He takes the snap, drops back to pass. He's going to put a little screen pass to Baker, who tilly-dallies around, and he almost got a first down. And 
I'm going to bring up fourth and about two, and you know John Limbaugh is going to go for this one. Well, it looks like the side judge on the far side is going to call it a first down. Oh, well, another first down for the Wolves. See if he can go down and get seven. Just under eight minutes left to go. It's very clear. Yeah, Jacob, I'm telling you, I'm yawning. I'm getting tired. It's, like you said, it's already past 9 o'clock. We ain't even in the fourth quarter yet. Well, we still got a whole quarter and a half left to go. We're barely halfway through this game. Deloach takes a snap. He fires one over the middle to Cadence Baird, who gets out to the 50. I bring up first down again for the Wolves. And that was Carmichael on the on the tackle for the Tigers. Yeah, that's a good momentum by the Wolves. You could have done this at you know in response to the fumble you had earlier, but sometimes it's better never than late. I know most people say better late than never. Sometimes better never than late. When you do it late, you think about what could have been and what should have been, you know? There's a little discussion between the officials. I don't, I don't see a flag anywhere. So we'll see what, what's going on here. Yep. Penalty against the Tigers. So, there was a penalty. Okay, so there was a penalty. Wolves declined it because the penalty was not going to give them as much yardage as their first down was. So, Loach in the backfield once again. He's going to take the snap. He's going to roll. He's being chased down. Runs away from another guy. Steps back. Fires one. Carmichael had an interception, and he dropped it. That was a lucky break for the Wolves right there because Pacey threw that ball right to Carmichael. Unfortunately, that thing bounced off his shoulder pads and hit the ground. Absolutely. That one's one you want to throw out of bounds uh, if you're the Wolves. Luckily, it didn't take a sack. He ran about 20 yards to the backfield. Yeah. Pacey's trying to pull off that Bo Nix magic that Bo pulled off somehow Saturday against LSU. Hey, I'm going to tell you, man, this weekend against Georgia, I, I don't know, man. I feel like it's going to be just a little bit closer because – Oh, no, I feel like this is Georgia's first test because Arkansas obviously isn't legit after last week. Deloach gets the snap. It's going to be a hand to Hunter Hammonds up the middle, and he'll pick up about eight or nine yards. Yeah, Damn, I think. Second down. Third down. I think Arkansas is going to get beat by Ole Miss. That was my pick last night in the John Limbaugh show. I, I will say I was the only one that picked Georgia to beat Auburn tomorrow, and I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I hope you're wrong, too, but I'd have to say I agree. I think Georgia come out with a win, but. I think Arkansas beats Ole Miss because I think Ole Miss is worse than Arkansas. Well, I tell you what, though, the first 5,000 fans that gets to vault Hemingway Stadium tomorrow, they're taking the popcorn thing and running with it just like Alabama did. The first 5,000 fans get a thing of popcorn for free. Oh, wow. Pretty cool. Takes a snap. It's going to be a handoff to Hammonds again, who will have a first down out to the 30. And so the Wolves is hoping to put some points on the board here. Halfway through this third quarter. Number 11, Hunter Hammonds on the game. That was a Richard Weed on the tackle. First down. Yeah. Tell you what, Richard Weed, he looks like he's a seventh grader out there, but he is a freshman. But I'll tell you what, he's quick and he's he's a good playmaker for the Tigers. I'll tell you what, a last name like Weed that's spelled W-E-E-D, I bet you get made fun of a lot, man. Yeah, I would imagine. But... As you can find something to make fun of in everyone. I know it's not that hard when you look at me. <laughs> Takes the snap. Pacey 
Drops back to pass. He's being chased around in the backfield. Gonna fire one to the end zone. It's caught. And it's a touchdown. That's gonna be a touchdown. That's gonna be six more points for the Wolves. And I'll bring that deficit from 31 points to 27 or 25 points. Awaiting extra point, 24. Yeah, great job moving the football for the Wolves right there. Just a little too little too late. Yeah, I would uh, have to agree with that, Jacob. They're showing signs of life, but they needed this in the second quarter when they went scoreless. But I'll tell you this, though. In my in my time at work, I get a lot of alone time because I work by myself. I watched the 2013 Georgia-Auburn game today. You did? And, uh, you know, uh, Levi's extra point was good. I'm sorry, I was going to let you call that. That's why there was a little dead air right there, so I apologize. Oh, you're good. But, you know, Auburn was up big in that game at one point. I think they were up by three scores at one point. It was about this much time left in the game. Georgia puts on an offensive onslaught. Actually gets the lead, but then we know what happened after that. Ricardo the, Lewis. The miracle in Jordan Hare, but I don't see that happening tonight. No. I have to definitely say I don't see that happening. But I was listening to uh, Noah Noah Gardner today and, and Lance Dahl and them on Fox 98.3 FM at 2 o'clock. They do a great job. 2 o'clock in the afternoon, not in the morning. But they said there's just this Auburning thing, you know. They just got this Auburny to them. And what that means, in my opinion, is – is Auburn at any point in time can come out and beat Alabama or Georgia, and they can also come out at any point in time and lose to Tennessee or South Carolina. You just never know. Or almost Georgia State like a couple of weeks ago. See, Auburn's the kind of team that could almost lose Georgia State and then beat Georgia by three touchdowns. Like I don't know why they do that. And then they would play Tennessee or, or South Carolina later in the season and lose by 17. But you think this too? They don't. They did what they get, did against Georgia State, but then they turn around and finally get the monkey off their back and beat LSU in Baton Rouge. I know I was negative two last time they won down there, and I was so excited when they won. And I was watching on my stream ESPN app, and Bo Nix had an outstanding game. You, you know, if he keeps playing like that, he might have a legitimate shot at the Heisman. Yeah, he's getting better. Levi's going to kick it. It's going to be an onside kick that the Tigers take at the 40, and it's going to be a return going backwards to the 45, to the 50. Uh, he can't be taken down. Levi Phillips finally trips him up. Still going. Finally taking down the 35-yard line. That was number nine for the Tigers, Cordez Harris. Yeah, he could have been down at the 40, 40 the 35, maybe the 30, the 50. That's the thing. When you make first contact, you have to wrap up. And that's how Comer scored a lot of their points was the yards after contact. You cannot allow that to happen. No, you can't. Comer's had a lot of yards after contact this evening. You just can't let that happen. So, Comer Tigers, they'll take over. From the 30-yard line is where they'll start this drive. Welch and Harvey in the backfield. Sends a man in motion. Harvey takes the snap. It's going to be a fake to Welch. He's going to run up the middle. And arm tackling by the Wolves. He's finally taken down by Pacey DeLoach at about the 28-yard line. You know, earlier you talked about not liking the quarterback playing defense, but sometimes for the Fayetteville Wolves, it pays dividends. Yeah, that it does, Jacob. That it does when you're... See, or Pacey, excuse me, making a stop. Only one that wants to wrap up sometimes on the 
defensive side of the ball. And I, I found it interesting, Zeke does not play on the defensive side. And one thing that helped Pacey right there, he did the smart thing by going for his feet. That's right. Harvey takes the snap, and he's going to fake it and run around to the left side. There was a hold right there by number 65 on the Tigers. Ain't going to be called. And that's going to be about 20, pick up about 20 yards. That was an obvious holding call, but it's not going to make a difference in the outcome of this game at this point. Yeah, sometimes maybe the referees don't see what we see, but, you know, it's their call. Oh, buddy boy in the back, though. I don't know how he didn't see that because it's pretty obvious, but he was looking right at it. Again, it's not going to make a difference. It's not going to make a difference in the outcome of the game. So. 440 and ticking. Left to go in the third quarter. Comer up 45 to 21. Harvey in the backfield. He takes a snap. And the ball's on the ground. Luckily, Welch was able to get back on it for the Tigers. And so they've had a quite a few bad exchanges out there. Yeah, we need to take advantage of those bad exchanges and get the football out of their hands. Absolutely, Jacob. I couldn't agree more with you. So that's going to bring up second and 12. It's four minutes. And chickens coming off the clock. See what's taking so long. Looks like they're spotting the ball. And no t- either team in a hurry. This game's definitely over. Harvey's going to throw one over the middle. And he was absolutely railed by Dakota Ogle right there. And that's going to be an incomplete pass. I bring up third and 12. Yeah, that's uh, really one of the first times Dakota's got to the quarterback. If you remember last week, Oh, Avion Willis was on his back just about the end of every play. Man, as bad as Auburn's offensive line is, they should have been recruiting him at that game. Yeah, to yeah. take hits like he did, man, the dude was tough. He took some hits that I didn't think he'd get up, back up from him. He wouldn't only get up, he'd get up in a hurry. And how he walked off that field last Friday beats me. Yeah, I don't know how he did it. I'll take the snap. Harvey drops back to pass. It's going to be a little screen over the middle to Welch. Welch's going to have the first down, and he's going to have the touchdown. So that'll make your new score 51-21, to 21, Comer Tigers. And, you know, I heard from a reliable source that Fawcett did say keep pouring it on in the second half. So that's, they're following their second-half game plan, apparently. Well, that doesn't surprise me. And no winner, Wimmer, excuse me. Yeah, be on for extra point. Carmine on the hole, Wimmer on the kick. And he just missed it off the left up, right? So your new score is 51 to 21. We're going to take a quick break. Let's do the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Acoustic Pines Federal Credit Union. In life and football, there is a lot of hype, but eventually, the champions rise to the top. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union has been rated five stars for over 27 years and was voted best credit union, best auto loans, and best financial planning out of more than 100,000 votes cast in the 2021 Best of the Coosa Valley Awards. When it comes to service, Coosa Pines leaves it all on the field. Find us on Facebook, federally insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to the action. Federal football game of the week on the Federal Sports Network. 
presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. So with uh, three minutes left to go in the third quarter, Comer strikes again, 51-21. It's the Wolves will try to answer. B.B. Comer set to kick it off. And, uh, they're going to boot this Wolves. one deep. And Wolves shows a sign of life here in that first drive, but it's too little too late, Jacob. Yeah, we moved the ball effectively, ultimately leading to a touchdown. We need more of that. That's right, and they're going to let that one roll out of bounds, and that's where the... Um, I don't know what happened there. It looked like it went out of bounds, but Comer came by and picked it up and tried to score a touchdown. Their crowd's going crazy saying they want a touchdown. I believe the ball went out of bounds right there, but Merry Christmas again to the Comer Tigers for getting away with one there. I haven't seen a, a signal by the official yet, though. I'm still seeing a first down and ten marker Maybe at the... Comer kickoff is recovered by the Tigers on a live ball. They'll take over first. I did see one referee give his hand to the Comer Tigers. It's saying, that official saying the Wolves, this Wolves ball. Which, the head official? Or no, he's saying Comer ball. Uh, he just called uh, Fawcett for some reason took a timeout. I wouldn't worry about taking timeouts right now. And you see, I'm not sure who it is pleading his case over there. Hunter Harriman saying it went out of bounds. And so. But. I don't, I guess, yeah, they did take a timeout. I don't understand for the life of me why you take a timeout up 30 points in the second half. Yeah, uh, Comer football. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly right. Right now would be a time. I, I just let the clock run, Blake. There's no no need in taking timeouts when you're up this big. I'd be concerned about my player safety, man. You know, you're up big. I, I just try to get out of here, man. It only takes one play to get a player injured, dude. As good of a season as Comers had, man, I wouldn't want to risk that if I were there. But... Comer will take over at the 15-yard line. Well, let's see if his defense, with their backs against the wall right here, can make a stop. Yep. So Harvey's in the backfield. He's going to take the snap, give it to Richard Wee. Wee's going to go around the right side of the field. He's going to juke a man out before he's taken down. At about the nine-yard line. And they're really going to call a late hit right there, Blake. He didn't even hit him late. I don't know what the flag was for, but... Tiger ball carry around right in. Gains a couple. Tackle made by number 13. I think he picked it back up. I think he picked it back up. I think he's going to tell the head official what was going on. Yeah, but he had him a hold of him. I mean, I I don't know, man. It's big consistent. If you're not... I mean, I've seen... Earlier this evening, where there's been a couple questionable ones, but they didn't call them in. So as long as we're with consistency, I don't. I think he picked it back up. Jake. No, they moved it half the distance to the goal. Well, he obviously don't know what he's doing, and that's why he's the in. Flag is a personal foul. Late hit against the Wolves. 
that's obviously why he's doing 2A high school football because he obviously can't see and needs to get some glasses and he's that bad at being an official. And Limbaugh's over there giving a replay of what happened. And I agree with Limbaugh. Plead your case on a crappy call like that right That was there. really bad. I don't understand how you get to be an official when you make a call that bad. That was just horrible. Gets the snap. Harvey's going to give it up the middle. And that's going to be going nowhere. That's what gets back to the line. But, and my thing is, Jacob, consistency. That call could go either way. But they haven't been calling like he has had a bounce. So, in my mind, obviously not in that official's mind, it would make sense to say, hey, I'm going to keep my calls consistent. Because if you've been calling it like that all night, then, yeah, that's fine. But just stay consistent. I mean, my gosh. So I, I guess the Wolves' defense needs to play two-hand touch the rest of the game. I guess so. After that horrible call, I don't know who he is, but he's bad. All right, so Harvey in the backfield takes snap. He's going to take it himself, and he's going to have six points. So that'll extend the lead to 57 to 21. And every time they score, the clock stops, and it just drags the game out that much longer. Play picks up seven yards. Yeah. So it's 9.20, and we ain't even hit the fourth quarter. Jake, it be 10 o'clock before we get out of here, bro. It might be later than that. It's going to be like a road game. Last shout-out to Randy and Greg. Do a great job for the Tiger Sports Network. Kicks up and it's good. And for volunteer, for uh, telling us they would take our equipment back to the station since we both live in Phil. So they came in close. Great guys and want a different uh, perspective on the call. Swap over them. They do a great job. Is it are they on mix or kicks? They're on mix. mix. Uh, I can't remember. They do a good job. McCurley and Sprayberry are on kicks with the Chillsburg Tiger Sports Network. If you tune in to them right now, they might be crying. It might be over by now. <laughs> I hope it is. I hope this one's over in a little while, Jacob, because this, this one ain't real good. And with a score like this, Blake, 58-21, I don't see why there shouldn't be any reason not to have a running clock in the yeah. fourth quarter. I know they do it in basketball, and the reason I know is because when I, my time at, at Fable playing basketball, we had it just about every game we played in the second half, so we know a lot about it. Yeah, they do have it in high school football, too. Ladies. Like I said earlier, I did live in the dark days of the Comer Tigers, and that happened to us quite often. Yeah. I know uh, last week against Winterboro, inside sources told me they taught their coach at halftime because they were up like 40-something nothing. I was like, hey, do you want to do a running clock second half? And the Winterboro coach would not consent to it. Yeah, but I know in Limbaugh, he's probably ready to go to yeah. the house. And also, they cut the lights on all the all the stands, and stuff, uh, the Comer stand, visitor stand, after the game was over, and I was like, wow. You know, I mean, come on. You know, like, seriously, is that really necessary? So I guess they passed the torch off to Comer this week. (laughs) Apparently. Wimmer kicks this one, short kick. Hunter Hammonds feels it at the 20. He's to the 25. He's taking down at the 25. And then, uh, where's the late hit on that one? Uh. Apparently he forgot to pull the flag out, but there was a flag that came out before that. But that penalty will not be for a late hit. I don't know. That might be a block in the back, a hold. I don't know. I guess he's going to use his imagination and give some kind of call. 
Well, he's so bad, it makes me embarrassed for him. Like, he's such a bad official, it makes me have secondhand embarrassment, Jacob. Yeah, that's, that's how bad he is. I know we're not supposed to knock the officials or anything, but when, when you're bad, you're bad. Hey, I, look, man, I know you ain't supposed to knock officials, but look here. If you ain't yeah, good at your job, I'm going to call it. But you know how many times I've done something bad, my boss told me how I didn't do that right, how it wasn't good, and if you do it consistently... Then they tell you how bad you are at your job. That joker right there is bad. And that penalty was on the Wolves, so I'm assuming it was either some kind of a hold or a block in the back. Well, maybe. I'll bring up first and ten. That should have been offsetting because I'm not saying they didn't say, say that, but that definitely should have been offsetting because that was a late throwdown. If you're going to call, call consistently. That's my thing, Jacob. We preach on airway. Call consistently. It don't matter which way you go. Call consistently. Takes a snap. It's going to be Hunter Hammond up the middle, and he got about uh, maybe four or five yards. We're up second down. Just two minutes left to go in this third quarter. And Wolves down by 37. And the, the play clocks here aren't working. The officials will call a timeout, I guess, for a hurt player for the Wolves. It was like Hunter Hammond. Just let the clock run, please. Okay, they're letting it continue to run. Good deal. Yeah, if we can run the football and keep it in our hands, this clock will continue to run. I guess when Comer has it, Fawcett has two timeouts, I guess he's going to call a timeout. Yep. Absolutely. Chase the snap. It's going to be a handoff up the middle. This is somebody we don't see a lot. That's number five, Brody Noland on the carry. And uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but when the ball was snapped, Kamora Harris was still running off the field. First of all, why is he still out there? Second of all, why is that not called for having 12 men on the field? Yeah. That's stuff that doesn't matter. But if you're calling other unnecessary things, why not call that? But, no, I I like the no call on that. But I agree. Why is he even still out there? He is hurting your one of your best players, your best player on the team. For one more touchdown on stat pad, you know what I mean? Pacey takes a snap and drops back to pass. He steps back. He sees Zeke. Instead, he fires it over middle Cadence Barrett for a first down. Yeah, great little pitch and catch by the Deloach brother. Or no, that, yeah, that was Barrett. Sorry, that wasn't Deloach on the reception. But still a great pitch and catch. We're still moving the football. Showing signs of life for the Wolves. Absolutely. So that's the first 10, first and 10 around the 48-yard line. 58 to 21 deficit. Wolves going to see if they can uh, make something happen here. This will probably be the last play of the half if it's a run. Yep. Up the middle, Evan Baker slips and falls, but he fell about three yards forward, so he picked up about four yards. Uh, Dakota Ogle out there still laying people on their backs. <laughs> But he helped him up and gave him a little pat on the shoulder and said, you was no match for me, son. I hear I'll help you up. That's right. That's right. Good sportsmanship there. And that was Adam Odom that he laid out right there. Well, that wasn't going to be the last play of the, the quarter. Deloach steps back, fires one deep. He's got Cadence Barrett. And that looked like a little bit of pass interference. But I 
I don't know. I think that's a good no call. That was well, Carmichael on the, on the coverage. That'll bring us to the end of the third quarter. You're listening to the Fell Football Game of the Week on the Fellville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back shortly. Please come by to enjoy some of the great deals at Coosa Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Silicaga, Alabama. Get up to $10,000 off 2017 and 2018 F-154 by Forbes. Please enjoy the game and come by and see us at 35184 Highway 280 in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama from 1030 in the morning until 5 o'clock p.m. Monday through Friday and 1030 until 1230 on Saturdays. Call us at 256-267-0296. I'm Cindy Pennington, Tottega County Revenue Commissioner. As the Extra Point sponsor, I want to make a point to let you, the taxpayer, know that we are here to serve you. Whether you're buying a car tag, paying property taxes, or conducting other business, our staff is there to help in a friendly, efficient manner. Many of these transactions can be handled by mail or online, or visit us at the courthouse or our Mumford Oxford location on Highway 21 North. Go line. Paid political advertisement by Cindy Pennington, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner. Welcome back to the action. Uh, we're just getting the fourth quarter underway here at Farm Links Field for the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Self laid bag along with Jacob Bassett on the call. Just getting the fourth quarter started, and the Wolves down 58 21. They're just trying to, to score a little bit here, make things a little more, you know, a little more. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. So Baker's going to run up the middle. He's going to get about eight yards. Give it up for our cheerleader. So he'll have a first down, and that clock will keep running. Well, the clock has stopped right now <laughs> for some reason. Oh, it was a first down, but I guess we're not going to have a running clock. I guess not. You would think they would, but I do believe both coaches have to consent to it. And but ain't the rule is up to the... Uh, losing coach, whether you have a running clock or not? I believe so. First and ten from the 40-yard line. Just under a minute into this fourth quarter. Loach sends a man in motion, takes a snap, fakes a handoff. He's got plenty of time. He's rolling, rolling, and um, he tries to get Zeke. He's a little underthrown. Second and ten. Pacey's thrown a lot towards the ground. I mean, he's getting them there, but, I mean, they're dying off right before they get to the receiver. We need to bring those passes up a little bit. Yep, absolutely. I still go back to I think some of his receivers have told him throughout the season to not put so much on it. That's what I think. But I think he does a good job. Yeah, I'd rather have one thrown too hard at, and catching him a stone than I would have one underthrown. So that, that's true. Receivers think a little differently though. Pacey takes a snap. He drops back. Stiff arms a man. Steps up, jukes out another man. Fires one uh, Hunter Hammonds. It's completed at the thirty, and that's where he'll be taken down. I don't think it's quite a first down, but it's pretty close. Basically loads his pass complete to number 11, yep. Hunter Hemmings. No, oh, they'll give him a first down. Hey, I'll take that. He picks up 10 Every time. To the Rules. First down. So 11 minutes to go for the end of regulation, and that clock's just a ticking. And I'm glad it's just a ticking, Jacob, for the Wolves' sake. Fog starting to roll in, starting to get a little chilly out here this evening. Loach going to take the snap. 
and the timeout. Flag. Oh, there's a flag came in from the official that was 20 yards behind the defense. So I don't know. It might be on the defense. Don't forget, after the game, you can catch me and Blake with the Fayetteville Wolves post-game show. Yep. Oh, they had 12 men on the field. Did they actually have 12 men on the field, or was one running off of the field? One might have been running off. Uh, I mean, I guess throw it, but at this point, you know, it's not really going to make a difference in the outcome of the game. So, 10.30 to go to the end of regulation. Pacey takes a snap, and he's going to hand it off up the middle, and burst up through the hole to the right side, down inside the 10. That's somebody else we don't see a lot for the Wolves. That was number 13. Cole Hardy. Cole Hardy. Good little carry. Cole Hardy on the carry for the Wolves. Blake picks up 17 yards and a Federal Wolves. First down. I wouldn't mind seeing Brody Nolan come out and get him a little carry. You know he can carry it to the house. He's back on the field, and so is the starting defense for the Comer Tigers. I guess Fawcett decided they're moving the ball, so we need to make ourselves look good and put our starters back out at 58-21. The key to the game is stat padding. Deloach takes the snap. He's running around, jukes the man out. Fires one into the end zone, and Cadence Barrett jumped up, tried to get it, but it went through his hands. Hey, good job by Pacey not taking the sack right there, but I feel like that could have been a catchable ball if we had a receiver that could have jumped a couple more inches. Well, the thing is, is he got high enough and had the ball in his hands. So that will bring up second down and goal. Yeah, about second and goal from the, from the 10-yard line, so. They cannot get a first down without scoring a touchdown. So Pacey takes a snap. It's going to be a handoff to Cole Hardy up the middle. And Cole Hardy's taken down. And that was a late hit again. Yep. Thrown down to the ground. But obviously this official crew don't know what in the world they're doing. And that's why they're doing 2A football. Again, I'm blushing, Jacob, for how bad they are at their job. I mean, the whistle was blown. You, y'all, everybody was standing up, and after the whistle was blown, you brought him down. Consistency. I mean, even somebody that don't know the rules of football would know that's a late hit. Well, apparently these officials don't. They probably ripped them off the street and said, "Here, look at this zebra uniform." They probably on. carry the rule book in their back pocket. <laughs> they do. Basie takes a snap. He's gonna fire one in the end zone to Cadence Barrett. Just overthrew him. Carmichael on the coverage. That's. Devontae, oh, wait, uh, ain't he a starter? Who's that? Devontae. Carmichael? Yeah. Yes, he's our starting quarterback. Hmm. Starting quarterback in on defense when you're up by 37. I mean, that's just asking for somebody to get hurt. I know I don't condone anybody getting hurt or do I wish that on anybody. But that's it. You're risking it. But you're throwing it out there. You know? I mean, as much as he was having to run the ball and played in the first half, you know he's gassed by now, so... You know, each and every play, you're increasing his chances of getting hurt. I mean, that's that's the tough thing about it. Instead of taking the three, the Wolves want seven. Pacey fires it and over the head of Zeke. That'll be a turnover. We could have seen a Levi Phillips still go right yeah, there. Yeah, I was I hoping we could to have see saw that. Levi Phillips. But. You know, it's his senior year. Give him a chance. Yep. Yep. I know you're trying to put points on the board to make the or get a touchdown to make make it more respectable, but still give the man a chance. 
I agree, Jacob. There's a, a little haze coming over the field right now, Blake. Yeah, it sure is, man. Hope we don't get on this equipment too bad. It'll be, be a long drive home. It was foggy this morning trying to go to work. Yeah, there was a lot of fog. I got to work, and it wasn't real foggy. And then I got out of doing a couple things I had to do, and I looked outside, and you about couldn't hardly see. Yeah, I stopped at Big Daddy's this morning to fill my car up, and I, it was, I couldn't see between Big Daddy's and IKO. <laughs> there you go, and that was a handoff to number 17, Raylon Sims. We got a new quarterback in the game, Demarcus Riggins. Well, I guess you decided you're going to let Devontae play his defense. Might as well bring in a third-string quarterback. That's right. I'm proud of this Comer team. They're making steps in the right direction, Jacob. Yeah. Take a snap. It's going to be given to Sims again up the middle, and he'll get about, what, six yards on that? That's what it appears like from this angle. You get a little gang tackle by the... Wolves defense right there. Everybody got to the football and wrapped up and brought them down. That's right. So actually, that that was a pickup of a lot more. They're gonna say it's a first down. And Tiger ball kick picks up 11 yards in the first down. Cole Hardy. It's over four minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. And take the snap. And it looks like the Wolves starters are out of the game too. You know what, Blake? We need to get us a perch on top of the press box like we had at Randolph County last week. We could see everything. Yeah. We had good angles on everything, and you didn't that have to guess nice. where, where the ball was. Yeah, I know. It's a it's a lot better view from up top like that. Yeah, I, I do agree. And the Wolves are getting a lot of playing time for their younger guys. I like to see that. Yeah. Didn't like the ladder last week, though. Yeah, that's the only thing. We need an elevator. <laughs> this will put the Wolves at 3-4 and four on the year, and... Two and four in the region, I believe. That's going to be a handoff to Sims, who's brought down in the backfield. And that'll bring up third down and long. Well, the clock's still running, so that's a good thing. Tiger ball carrier stop for a loss. Number 14, Cam yep. Evans makes the play. Bring up third and ten. So about halfway through this fourth quarter, and, Jacob, I think the clock ran a little quicker than we thought it would. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing. It's, it's time to roll on out of here and... You know, go to work next week. Oh, his hand off to Sims up the middle, and he is Cole Hardy wraps up and doesn't let go. So you see, good. These guys, these second teamers, are tackling at the bottom. Which That's like what, we, what we should have done all night. Could have saved us a lot of headache. But Blake, let me tell you this: our work's cut out for us now. Oh, yeah. You got to win out. And it starts right here next week against Lafayette. You lose next week, you're done. Looks like Ramburn will get this fourth spot. Well, um... That should have probably been a, a flag right there, but... Hey. We talk about consistency. That was consistent. Yeah, the, the pile was there. Pacey <laughs> launched himself up on top of the pile. That should have been a flag, but luckily this officiating crew finally decided they'd be consistent in their calling and didn't call it, but probably should have been one thrown there. It's going to be first and goal, as you heard Evan Blair say, first and goal from the seven so for the Wolves. Probably, yep, starting defense is out there. And our starting quarterback. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, I think both teams need just to chill out. <laughs> yeah. D- t- take your starters out of offense. Take your starters off the of defense and just calm down. A little sneak by Pacey and not much going there. This is six minutes. So why is the clock not running is what I want to know. Somebody call it timeout. Pacey Deloach on the carry. Play picks up oh. the hard. Be second and goal. Oh, there the it goes. Hmm. Uh. And we know we have a second string quarterback. Why he's not out there beats me. But you're making your. They, they got their starting defense out, so you're still making your starting quarterback more susceptible to injury. That's right. Well, I don't know, number 44, Adam Odom, I don't know if he's never been used to being here, act like he's been playing the game before, but a little showboating there. Yeah. Up by 37, you need to calm down there, buddy. Move on to the next play. Yeah, on to the next play, man. There ain't no reason to showboat like that. You know, this kind of reminds me of Vincent in a way. It does me too. Caden Fair makes the catch at about the three-yard line. So bring up fourth and goal. Put it in Levi. Put it in Limbaugh's going to go for it. Play picks up seven yards. Be fourth and goal from the two. I'd line up with five receivers set out and Pacey just let him do his thing. Run an empty backfield set right here. And John Limbaugh is going to burn a timeout. I don't like the decision there. If I was John, I'd be just wanting to get out of here. But I guess we'll take one with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pine Federal Credit Union. of the month is Morning Rush. It's chocolate chip cookie dough espresso with chocolate chip cookie dough bites. But if that isn't your cup, they have 25 other flavors and a variety of sugar-free flavors as well. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. is proud to have been a part of Silicaucus since 1992 and is delighted to be a contributor to the continued growth of Marble City. OMIA strives for the very same excellence at their workplace as student-athletes do in the classroom and on the field and court. OMIA says good luck to all Silicaucus Aggie athletes. To learn more about the innovations at OMIA, visit OMIA.com. That's O-M-Y-A dot com. OMIA, supplying superior products throughout the southeastern and southwestern United States. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Crane Union. Critical play upcoming, so I had to bring it back a little quicker. Fourth and two. I'd like to say hey to some special guests. Got my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law right here. They're having a good time. Got Brittany over there. Kenley's running around here somewhere. You know how an eight-year-old is at a high school football game. They're nowhere to be found until the clock strikes zero. That's right. That's right. We've all been there, too. Pacey gets the snap, and it's going to be a fake rollout. He lost the ball. He got back on it, but it ain't going to matter. 
And Comer celebrating like that. That that fumble actually mattered. Wow. Yeah, this is this is Vincent all over again, Blake. And I hate to say that, me being Comer alumni, but it, it truly is. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean, man. It's, maybe the Wolves are doing something for vocal if it's this consistent. I mean, I'm not. But Lynette didn't do that. No. Lynette didn't do that. I mean, uh, was another game that got blown out. Uh, they lost to somebody else. Victor Christian? Yeah, Victor Christian didn't do that. But you got to think, though, this is a football team that hadn't won games in 15 years, you know. That's true. I mean, not to take away. I mean, they're a very good football team. Just act like winners, you know. Hey, man, sometimes you you win with losers and lose with winners. I mean, that's just part of the game. But So uh, it's going to be a snap here. Sims is so it's like a false start. And I've seen the false start, but at this point in the game, I just – just let it roll, Eagle you know. Yep. Back it up five yards, make it second and 16. Got some younger guys. And I'll tell you what, though, Limbaugh gave me this updated roster before the game. And he, they actually do have some of the, some of the new guys on there. Um... I'm trying to see, I know I just saw one. Well, uh, what are you saying, Jacob? I'm trying to find some numbers for some people that don't normally play. Uh, play in the because I saw number 65, and I know he's a he's a new guy for this. Uh, that was Caleb Manus, a tenth grader. So it's good to see Limbaugh playing some of the younger guys, letting your starters get a rest and not not get hurt. Because you know you got you got the road cut out for you the next two or three games, and they are now must-win games for the Fayetteville Wolves. Got to win out, and you need help too. That's gonna take the snap. Sims gonna run around the left side and finally taken down for a gain of about 15. Yeah, and the defense is doing their job keeping him in bounds because it looked like Sims was on his way out of bounds, but the defense. Kept them at bay, kept them on the other side of the sideline, and the clock still runs, Blake. That's right. Now let's try to bring on the punt team. Try to pin the Wolves back deep. Or will they? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Oh, they got their backup punter. I was wondering, I didn't see no Wimmer. Well, I don't think Wimmer punted the last time. This is uh, Chris Wilson, who who has been their punter for the past few years. Yeah. So I think he is actually the starting punter. Oh, I got you. Okay. I was not aware of that. Tiger ball carry went around left end, picked up nine. Go bring it fourth and so, six, and Tiger's a punt. Clock starting again, so just two minutes left to go in this fourth quarter. Take the snap, and it's going to be a kick. To, it's going to land about the 50, and that's where it'll be down. And that was Cortez Harris on the down in there. It should be the last drive of the ball game. You think we take shots, or you think we kill the clock? 
And I just try to kill, kill the clock. He got inside the last two drives and hadn't really been able to do anything. I just, I just run a few times, just get out of here, man. But it is John Limbaugh we're talking about, who was down 35 to nothing last year at Comer, and drove down the field, called timeouts just to score seven. So anything he could do to get points, I will give that to Limbaugh. You know what? I would be surprised if we try to run some trick plays. Yeah, I re- I wouldn't be surprised to see a flea flicker right here. You remember that flea flicker at Horseshoe Bend on the first play of the game? Dude, that was awesome. Remember when Levi Phillips caught the catch at the end of the game? And we lost that call on the road. Oh, yeah, dude, that was awesome. I, I apologize to anybody listening out there because that was a we were so excited. Gonna be a handoff up the middle. And it looks like who's that on the carry? Number 28, 20, Blair on the carry. Aiden, Aiden Blair, an eighth grader, playing his first varsity game. JV season's over, I believe, so Limbaugh said that he was going to get a couple of those JV guys and put them out there. And Aiden Blair with his first high school football carry. That's right. I remember when uh, Blake Mansion was playing out there as an eighth grader, too. That was good. I mean, you got to think, you get them with experience, so when they're coming in as a freshman, freshman it's really like they're a sophomore, you know? And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Evan Blair, his uncle, was actually the PA guy. So, you know, that was good for Evan to call his name. That's right. Gets a snap. Cameron Hammond's on the run. He's going to bring it up the middle. Get about eight yards. So, bring up third and about three. We Number 14, Cam Hammonds on the carry. We'll probably see one more play, Jacob. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Limbaugh tried to run a little hurry up here and get a couple more plays. A little, give the little guy some more snaps, at least one or two more. So Cam Hammonds in the backfield takes a snap. Ball is on the ground. Hunter Hammonds picks it up. Brought down. Will we see one more play? John might wait till one second left and chunk this thing, but I don't see that happening. But he might. Give Hammonds a shot. He's just going to let the clock run, and I don't blame him. That's your final score this evening. Palmer 58, Wolves 21. We'll be back here shortly with a quick pre-game or post-game show. You're listening to the Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Acoustic Pines Federal Credit Union. Grace Cafe. The August Cup of the Month is Morning Rush. It's chocolate chip cookie dough espresso with chocolate chip cookie dough bites. But if that isn't your cup, they have 25 other flavors and a variety of sugar-free flavors as well. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Silicaga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Omi is proud to have been a part of Silicaga since 1992 and is delighted to be a contributor to the continued growth of Marble City. Omia strives for the very same excellence at their workplace as student athletes do in the classroom and on the field and court. Omia says good luck to all Silicaga Aggie athletes. To learn more about the innovations at Omia, visit omia.com. Are you looking That's for extra money? Valley Recycling pays top dollar for a learner product. Copper, brass, steel, old appliances, and even old cars. Coosa Valley Recycling. 
Recycling is located a few miles southeast of Sylacauga on Highway 280. They're open Monday through Friday. Call for hours and rates at 256-245-4300. Coosa Valley Recycling, where the customer gets paid. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Post Game Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Radio Alabama Sports. tell you what there are some good days and there are some bad days and today was one of those bad days we thought we had the comer tigers at bay a turnover on a kickoff and comer eventually scored on that turnover that seemed to have been the turning point in the game blake and it just went downhill from there yeah jacob it was uh it was pretty downhill from that point it was 20 to 14 the wolves fumbled on the kickoff and they proceeded to score one more time in the ball game after that. Meanwhile, the Wolves scored, or the Tigers scored, uh, 44 points after that. And so that that was the turning point for the Wolves. You got to regather yourself, come out here against a team who was just as good next week in Lafette. Got to win, and you need help at this point. Well, well, every game from here on out is a must win if you want to play the week after we play Chillsburg. We have to beat Lafette here next week. Then we have to get on the old yellow dog, as Limbaugh says, travel all the way to Ramburn, a pass-heavy offense. They love to pass. I mean, they'll pass on us all night. We've got to figure out a way to stop that. And that that's the road ahead for the Fayetteville Wolves if they want to play in the postseason. Absolutely. And, you know, Jacob, seeing the players interact after the game, man, both teams are just happy out there talking it out and everything. And it just looks like they're having fun talking with one another and, you know, that just goes to show that a lot of times the, the kids on the team and all, they're, they're not in here to, to do anything or try to be unsportsmanship. Normally, most of the time, it's the coaches and the fans. Yeah, I mean, it was a great night for football. You know, everybody in this stadium probably knows somebody from the other side somehow, some way. But like I said, I mean, this is becoming a pretty good little rivalry. Yeah, it is. And, and Comer obviously takes this one this year. and. Bulls going to have to be resilient, come out next week and senior night, come out, show out, show up, show out, and get the win and try to uh, to get their season back on track. That drops them to three and four now. Jacob um, should have been their second loss of the season, but instead it's their fourth loss. So they definitely have to regather and win out. Meanwhile, need to help. Vincent will need to lose out, and they'll need to beat Rand, Brennan, Lafette. Children's Bird, not necessarily so much, but need to get that one too but Jacob that brings us to our final segment of the post game show and that's our picks well let's go with the, the big one for us anyways Auburn versus Georgia I said on the radio show last night I was the only one that picked Georgia but I'm still going to go with my pick from last night I'm still going to say Georgia's going to pull it out I think I like how Auburn plays in this one I think they'll show up Brian Harson will have them ready to go he's not Gus Malzahn so he'll actually have them prepared I think Georgia will win it it's going to be low scoring. I'll take the under. I don't know what the over and under is on it, but I'll take the under or whatever it is, and I'd say Georgia wins at 27-13. to 13. 
All right, Vaughn Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss showed signs of life at times against Alabama last week. The popcorn statement from Lane Kiffin, I think, was a little premature. And I think it's cool that Ole Miss is taking this and having some fun with it. The first 5,000 fans get a free bag of popcorn. Uh, but I'm still going to say for your Ole Miss fans, get your popcorn ready, get ready to watch a team win. Ole Miss wins tomorrow. Not so fast. Arkansas is going to come out there and get the dub. I'll pull the old Lee Corso here. I'll give you my pen so you can do that again. <laughs> um, undefeated Wake Forest. This is a trap game for them. Anytime you go to the Carrier Dome and you play Syracuse, it's a trap game. Just ask the Clemson Tigers a couple of years ago. Um, Wake Forest stays undefeated. They're, they're a quiet undefeated team. They're not really getting a lot of hate. Ranked. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think they're going to go to Syracuse, New York and get things done and beat the Orange. I think Wake Forest goes in there. And even though their college isn't located in Wake Forest, North Carolina, they're still going to win even though they're lying. Yes, and uh, Winston-Salem. All right, the next game, the amazing blue of the Michigan Wolverines go to Lincoln, Nebraska to take on the Cornhuskers. I like the name Cornhuskers, but i tell you what, I like Michigan winning. Well, Scott Frost time ready to play, and he will come close to getting his first big time win at the program, but he will not. I think he, they, I think Michigan will squeak by by seven to ten points, and will win that one. If you're allowed to have a second favorite team in college football, Notre Dame is a second favorite team of mine. I've always liked the Irish growing up, thanks to the movie Rudy. That was good. Uh, a heartbreaking loss to the Cincinnati Bearcats last week at home. They're on the road in Blacksburg, Virginia. A tough place to play. The Interstand man plays before the game. I love watching games on ESPN at Virginia Tech because they play that part. I think Notre Dame is going to bounce back and beat the Hokies tomorrow. I'm going to call for the upset. I think Virginia Tech's going to win that one. All right. Um, we go to Lexington, Kentucky. LSU obviously got Trash. got beat by Auburn last week for the first time since 1999. I was in the fifth grade. You were, like you said, negative two. Uh, I remember a game growing up. This might have been before your time. There was a play called the Bluegrass Miracle. LSU threw a Hail Mary to the end zone and ended up winning the game against Kentucky. But I tell you what, no Bluegrass Miracle this week. Kentucky pulls it off. I think Kentucky wins by two-plus scores. I don't think this one's close. Kentucky is going to be – I think Kentucky can beat Georgia. All right. Uh, here we go to Rocky Top, Tennessee. They're at home against the Carolina Gamecocks, and I think Carolina's going to want to get as far away from Rocky Top as they can after this one. Tennessee wins. I think South Carolina comes in there and gets the win. I really like their coach, Shane Beamer, and I think he's the best coach in that matchup. They get the win. You look at the next game. This is for all you Alabama fans out there traveling to College Station, Texas, to the home of the 12th man. And I think Texas A&M, you talked about it earlier, and I agree. They will show signs of playing right, but they will find a way to lose against Alabama. Alabama is just a better team. I think Alabama only scores 31 in this game. I think they're a little sluggish after their big win last week. Or if you can call it a big win, but I'd say they score 31. I'd say they win 31-13, 31-10, something like that. The Red River shootout. They're starting to call this thing the Red River rivalry to be, I guess, politically correct. But for me, it'll always be the Red River shootout. 
Spencer Rattler and the Oklahoma Sooners travel to Dallas to take on Dicker the Kicker and the Texas Longhorns. No Dicker the Kicker magic this year. Spencer Rattler and the Sooners pull it off. I'm going to have to disagree with you. I think Texas is going to win this one. Spencer Rattler has looked horrible this year. All right, and we got the big one, the only top ten matchup for the week. College, uh, State College, Pennsylvania. Zone Penn State travels to Kinnick Stadium in Iowa, home of the pink locker room. I didn't know if you knew that, but the Iowa Hawkeyes, their away team, has a pink locker room. The toilets are pink, the lockers are pink, really? the chairs are pink. They use it as a way to lighten the mood for the away team. I don't think that's going to work. Penn State pulls that one off. I think the Iowa defense is one of the best in the country. They play decent competition. Not great, but they play decent competition. I think they go in there, and I think that they're just too much for Penn State's offense, and I think Iowa wins 16-6. to Well, it's going to be an exciting day. Finally, we have an exciting Saturday of college football. I'm talking about from 11 o'clock to the time Hawaii plays. It's going to be a fun time tomorrow. It sure is, Jacob, and so... That'll be all for us this evening. Everybody have a great and safe weekend. Um, everybody enjoy watching some football this weekend. Be safe going home this evening. Be safe throughout the weekend. Everybody have a great week starting Monday. We ain't even thinking about Monday. You can catch us this week at 6.30 for the Coach John Limbaugh. It is at 6.30, correct, Jacob? That Jacob? is correct. Coach John Limbaugh show at 6.30, um, followed by 6.30 on Friday evening. Tune in to the pregame show right here on AirAlabamaSports.net. And kickoff will be followed at 7. Everybody have a great weekend. And um, War thanks Eagle for joining us. Yeah, War Eagle. And uh, go Big Blue. Rooting for Kentucky. They're my they're my dark horse. But anyways, everybody have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us. Show us the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Pebble Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You, you've been listening to Fayetteville Wolves football on the Fayetteville Sports Network presented by Radio Alabama Sports. Sponsored by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, Toyota of Sylacauga, Allen Brew Market, Chick-fil-A, Coosa Valley Medical Center, Area Real Estate, Childersburg Primary Care, Movement Mortgage, State Farm Agent Sheila Curtis, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, Sylacauga Chamber of Commerce, Harvey's on Noble, Swin, The Printers, Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop, Van Zant Hardware, Sycamore Federal Credit Union.